Welcome to Wednesday. It's December. It's 545. My name's Sean Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Creepy Big Dick Toledo. I, no one knows. No one knows. But again, winners and losers in global warming. Last night I got home and was frustrated. I had one of those challenging days at uh, Tactical Black where I felt like I did everything wrong. So I was frustrated and I went home and I just took uh, Dasani bottles and poured them all out and then... Uh, put all the plastic in a small pit of fire and said, you know what, we're going to get to the 60s by June. I'm going backwards. I'm going to ruin the earth myself. Your witch's brew. I burned about 300 plastic bottles, and I uh, and then I just sprayed aerosol cans in the air and, and old hairspray, like Aquanet. You can I, find those still? Yeah, you got to go to like a dollar store or something called uh, El Rancho. They sell oh, a lot yeah. of that. It's next to the Quintanera shop. You can get a nice dress for your daughter. It's a very... Interesting. Uh, you can't get a nice dress for your daughter anymore at Dress Barn, though. That that cracks me up. 600 stores. What happened? They shut down? They shut yep. it down because... Uh, I hear well, I, have you ever... I don't know. Maybe this is a cha-ching cha I, I know it wasn't a, It wasn't cheap, but if you, like if Ronnie ever came home with Dress Barn bags... That's for older women. Yeah, wouldn't you just start to reassess being with her? Like, it's like, hmm. She's hit a new level of, like, hmm. Like, now her hair's going to get all short. And she's going to get weird big glasses and start walking around. I don't know. Nursing uh, shoes. I'm not so sure about that, but I, I know I've never said, that dress looks nice from yeah. the dress barn. I don't think I've ever known a woman that, I, like that fireman's ball that I uh, I host the last couple of years. Everybody looks like a billion dollars. And sometimes uh, I hear the ladies talk, oh, my God, where did you get this? And normally it's a store. Never once is any of these ladies going, dress barn. Oh, yeah. That surprises me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but... Again, I guess if she looks good in it. Yeah. But it's, it never it's, happened. She probably, it yeah, never it happened. I don't think a woman who shops at Dress Barn can look good in anything. I don't know. Other Eric than inside. Older women? Yeah, my mom bought clothes there when she got a, an insurance job and she needed. But she's in her. You know, Decent clothes. She's a 60 year old yeah. lady. It's kind of Dress Barn. It's just the word barn attached to any women's clothing. A lot of seems. skirts and floral prints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. Like that. Like you would never can like it would I think it would be an insult to for your birthday to your wife to give her a gift card to the dress barn. I well, think she'd be well, mad at you. Well, now that they're closing, that gift card's going to go a long way. Ah, right see, now, no, that's for you. I still think Ronnie would be, Ronnie would still be very mad now, especially yeah. if you hit her with a dress barn thing. <laughs> they're just liquidating seventy five percent off all floral prints. It's coming up June first. Yeah, but the barn part. Yeah, that that hurt. Yeah, her birthday's a couple weeks away. And now, if I got her a dress barn thing, she'd be like, nah, he doesn't know. But it's still insulting. But goodbye to dress barn. You can't have that anymore. Because the dress barn wasn't attracting the lady. The younger crowd wasn't popping in and out of the dress barn. Man, you really hate that. Thing. I just think it's a funny name. <laughs> you know? Like the pants seller. Like for, like for women, they would be like, nah. I don't think I want to go in there. Couture Dungeon. We're okay. Even uh, those are cool. We're okay with the men's warehouse, I guess. Or is that even... Or is it Men are different. Like, like, we could have, like, the t-shirt the warehouse doesn't be sound fine. like, you know, a barn. Yeah. The, yeah, a barn. It just sounds like... Yeah, it sounds like... <laughs> it's, it's a, like the garage. The garage sale. Women's garage sale would not go over well with ladies. This week at the lean-to. <laughs> right. <laughs> the ladies lean-to. <laughs> right. The shirt shack. I just, I don't know. Barn. Shirt check. I like that. A shirt check wouldn't be terrible. Guys would go there, but yeah. for, you know. Evening gown. Barn. 
it's just the word barn attached to ladies' clothes. You don't want your wife really going, you know, she shops at Dress Barn. And immediately your friends are like, oh, your wife's a, an older woman or, a, or a, <laughs> just completely clueless. Now I'm curious if walking into the Dress Barn, everyone does the look behind to see if, okay, who's... Did anybody see me? Yeah, you go like, in. You peek to see if you know anybody, and then you go into Dress Barn. <laughs> it's almost like the, uh, the the dirty movie section of the video store. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get in that Dress Barn. Lane Bryant is better because at least it's got a, a name of a person. Dress Barn's just some guy who started a barn. You open the doors, it's double doors. Okay. Come on in, Cal. I think that might be it. It's just you're automatically a farm animal inside the dress barn when you shop. And I know there's probably some ladies out there listening right now slipping into that size 18 dress barn outfit wondering, why are they making fun of my clothes? Yeah, you shop in a barn, that's why. Uh, Ice-T made a comment yesterday, and he could, he almost killed an Amazon delivery person. I just, I nearly shot the man because he was wandering around my front yard. Dress. Amazon, if you're going to hire people to do deliveries, and I'm with him on this, they have to have at least a magnet on their car and a collared shirt. Can we ask for a collared shirt, something? Dude came up to my house, T-shirt, jeans. The car was like a regular car, and he had this box, and he's standing in my front like porch looking around. And I'm like, mm, i got to shoot somebody. I, gotta, I didn't realize it was ever going to happen. Well, then it's weird. Then they do have the gray ones with yeah. the actual smile on it. Some do. And that's I, the thing. Like some people on Sunday at 5 in the afternoon, i got some dude standing in my front yard with a package, and he looks kind of halfway like an employee of did something. Did you ever question, though, or did you know... Me? Yeah. No, I, I mean I've had them look out the I window. The same thing, you know, coming out of the car. But I'm, yeah, it is scary because you're just yeah. like, oh, okay, that's that's got to be an Amazon. You hope you so. Could be exactly. But that's the point. Yeah. Like because we get comfortable with this, and what do bad guys do? Oh, I don't have to even. I can just pretend to walk up with a box. Walk up with a box and then go take what I want. Surprise. But Ice T throws the message to Amazon. Now that you have regular people making home deliveries, maybe they should be in a vest. <laughs> says Amazon delivery. I almost shot an MF for creeping up on my crib last night. Just saying. He's right. Because it's like, to me, if you got people who are dressed in t-shirts and tattered jeans, flip-flops, if I got the dude rolling up, I don't know if he's got a box for me or one to fill off my patio or one filled with, like, you know, explosives or ricin or God knows what. If well, you're Coco's got to let him know she's got, ordered something. You got Coco inside. Women don't remember any of that stuff. It comes in such volume. Yeah, they remembered all the orders they had. That's it. We're out of orders. Of course they think something's being delivered to them. It's, uh, every time packages come, there's like, hmm, I don't know. We have to. It's like Christmas every day at my house. Nobody knows what's in the boxes. But yeah, Amazon, you have to absolutely get a vest. A, a vest is a good one. You get your ass in that vest, you're going to get shot. And, you know, make it like uh, I get a heads up. From Ronnie? When, whenever. No, it just comes over on... It's, basically my account oh that so you someone orders oh, you, get it. you know when they've been paid for yeah so you take a look at that and go damn it cancel dress barn dress barn yeah. <laughs> dress barn how many orders from dress barn you you called you ever call and cancel the payment <laughs> no, you I said just for fun you gotta ask me first <laughs> you know all those clothes you got from the barn they're going back and they haven't even gotten here because uh no ronnie no. no. Mm, was not mother? Was me? You don't shop at Dress Barn yet? <laughs> dress Barn. Hilarious. I don't know that I would die. Like, if you dated a girl and she showed up in a Dress Barn outfit, you'd be like, mm, she wants to be grandma. 
too soon. She wants to be a grandma now. That means I got a pumper full of kids, and those kids. And I'm not interested in this. She's got. She's on the fast track to old lady. But that's all closed up. So where will they shop? The elderly youngsters. Don't know. The kids gonna find out next year. That's a perfect opportunity for you as you move into the the age demographic of living in one of those homes, Brady. You go out there and start your own uh, dress van. J.C. Penny, I think. Yeah. Are they still open? Oh yeah. That's a thing. They have some of those. Uh older lady clothes. Sure, but I thought they closed that one, too. I thought Penny's and Montgomery Ward's and Steers. Albert's, Steers Albert's is, uh... Yeah. I mean, pretty soon, all these old ladies are going to be walking around naked. There's nowhere for them to shop. They'll have to go online, I guess. Yeah, well, that's the problem. That naked ladies. We're going to have naked old ladies. I couldn't figure out the order, so... I guess just pants, then. Gray Grandma's Bryant. Out. Grandma's outside. Gray Bryant's not bad. Lane Bryant for Gray. Are your pubis silver? Ew. Yes. Silver City. <laughs> yeah, That'd that's it. Silver City. That's a good idea. That's not bad. Then you just take all the dress barn stuff and you shove it in a Silver City. I like that, but yeah, dress barn. Yeah, that, the two, two problems. We've solved them both. Dress barn ladies and um, your mom. Does your mom? Your mom wouldn't even shop at dress barn. She's classier than that. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. I didn't mean to say that. Your mom wasn't classy, <laughs> but that's a, not a classy place to shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did she ever look? Did you ever look at your mom and go, "Man, somebody's gonna definitely try to bang her in that dress barn"? No, <laughs> but I'm like, it's your mom, so you're like, all right, gonna... that looks that looks <clears throat> about yeah, right. He's momish. Mm. Has anyone said that? Yeah, look at my mom sometimes. I go, damn, <laughs> you're gonna get you are gonna get drilled by a stranger <laughs> in that. Walk out of this house. You're dress, not going out. Dress like a whore. Where have you been shopping? The barn. You went to the baseball game with your mom. That's right. You, I said, you, you don't wear any that slutty dress barn material, mother. You dress like a, a woman of your age. Or maybe people just thought you and her were together. Probably. She looks younger. <laughs> I should be so lucky. Mm-mm. I've been watching too much Game of Thrones. <laughs> Man, she it's looks It's already good. kicking in. Damn. I can't go out with you like this. That little skirt's driving me crazy, comma, mom. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> a lot. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, the dress barn. I don't know why that. The name of that place always made me giggle. The people who went in it made me laugh. And now that it's in the news for closing, I'm like, who cares? And there's not one person that's going to be like, no, dress barn. The barn. You can't name women's clothes. Other than, you know, the, uh, the malls that are going to be missing, gonna you know, yeah. short Five or six thousand square feet empty. Yeah. Well, now, I don't know. They got to fill them with something, and usually it's like a place for your it's kids to pick order. their noses and play on plastic trees. Nobody's going in there. Pretty soon, it'll all be schools. Malls will all be schools. Gigantic, weird trade or community college type schools. They're just going to turn them all into that. Or call centers. I've noticed they're doing that. I think that they did that thing. I forget what city it was. They turned a giant mall into like three high schools, and they saved because all the renovations they needed in the high schools are just going to cost. Move into They're the mall. Modify it. And they just chopped it into three high schools, and it's working great. That's kind of a neat idea. What is going on with the um, Galleria in Scottsdale now? Is that still like a... What the, what's the... Oh, yeah, I know. They've got... was in the early 90s. They yeah, got, some restaurants, and then like... A, I don't remember what else. Like a there cooking, was a culinary the school The cooking school up top. Is that still, still there? And then a bunch of office space on top. That thing was supposed to be... That was a flop from the first day. Yeah. That was, they, they screwed that up when malls were at their 
peak at Scottsdale Galleria. That was a disaster. Because all it was was uh, horse art. Remember, you went in there like, it's a high-end mall. And you go through all the stores, and it's just ponies and painting of ponies, and everything was $11,000. Because that old town was getting, you know, it still gets a lot of people visiting. Oh, yeah. There's that, that is nothing but, you know, the Ortegas and uh, a lot of the, the yeah, stuff. Gilbert Ortega, get. yeah. It was turquoise, overpriced turquoise and paintings of horses. And, See, Brady, once you get older, you start getting into that stuff. That's what's happening. I to you. guess. Pretty soon we're going to go to Brady's house. That is the Ralph Lauren painting of a pony. Brady, that's like that was like an eighteen thousand dollar purchase. That's what you do when you get old. <laughs> when I visit my grandparents in Sun City West, their house is just full of that kind of crap. Yeah, turquoise, like, a lot of Pellies. Indian paintings. Yep. And, yeah, we're embracing the uh, the earth around us, the land. <laughs> this is awful. Your house looks awful. Would you like a serape? <laughs> why? Why? You're from the Midwest. You know that, right? Yes, but we've embraced the culture of it. You have never embraced You live in Sun City West. Not one person that has, like, white people that have their house decorated like Indians would never, ever have gotten it from. I was at an Indian's house on a reservation. I really liked their decorations. Well, you, you the can't. adobe ladders look nice. Yes, yeah, you want to embrace the culture, have a couple dogs in your front yard. When you live in Chicago, you can't do that stuff because no. you look like a crazy you look person. Crazy, because you look crazy here, by the way, too. If you're a white person no, with an issue, all the old people do it. Old, yeah, old, and they look crazy. We, that's why we put them all in one from spot. Chicago to the Wild West. I know. It's he embraced. It. Yeah, but if you, he's right, if you were back in like you know, if you're up there in uh, I don't know in, in Rockford, and your house is all of a sudden this Spanish Indian. Like blankets and cocoa pellets. You look like the person, oh, no. They went on some sort of a mental journey and came back with peyote and blankets and dumb ladders. And You do it here, and it's somehow acceptable, but not if you're white. I, that's it's cultural a, appropriation. It's a collection back yeah. in the Midwest because my I know, but how is uncle it? Uncle Burke Shaw was, had a bunch of stuff in New Mexico at the time, and then his house in, in Columbus, you know, had the... The rugs, the... Yeah, but isn't it weird that Indians get that? Like, we can do that and think it's okay. But if you ever visited, like, a, a like South Central Los Angeles, you'd never go back to your home and tear half the wallpaper off and put up, like, four baby cribs. You would never decorate your house like any other bad culture. Not the Indians are bad culture, but, like, like with bad decorations for you. Like, I would never go... Like, all of a sudden, I go to Sweden and come back, and everything I have is... Like, well, I guess that's Ikea. You've, em- you've embraced it. Yeah, you've embraced it too much where you're wearing those little pointy hats with the curly sides and and your whole house is painted blue and yellow. And Would choose. You'd be insane. You're an insane person. <laughs> you're not. You're an insane human being. If you came to my house and it was all just like this weird dedication of you've Mexico. you friends like that, the conversion. <laughs> yeah, but that's, it's weird. And but then, then it, that's another level to turn your whole house into it. Right, and that's yeah. If you start going, this is our and or just the dojo effect. I think it's weirder to have that one room. We visited Tucson once and came back with all this. Oh, it's it's just Indian blankets and ladders and like a headdress. I think that's awful. We just threw sand on the floor and a teepee. The herd family. Right, but it's just so much stuff. Oh, better turn into a museum. Yeah. You couldn't. You can't do that with anything else. You can't just visit someplace and come back and be that culture except the indians and some reason here it's not it's not crazy here although i've always found it crazy if i go to my friend's house and it's all indian decor it's it's a culture it's not a fashion statement i mean it's it's always happened i i think uh i have to confirm but ian would know i think it's king george v he went over to morocco came back built 
the castle. Well, yeah, because he was a... I really liked the architect. Because he was a thief and a crazy person. That's okay. And when you're king, you go over and you steal other people's yeah, things. Yeah, I like that. You, you take, build one back Right, you take place. credit for saying, I invented these. That's what those guys used to do. They'd go to places no one ever went, and then build one where he lived, and then say, I invented these. If you see them anywhere else, it's because of me. Because they were power weirdos. It doesn't make any sense for a dude up here on 52nd Street and Thomas, whose you know, last name is Johnson, to have a whole home dedicated to Indians. <laughs> it's just weird. It's almost insulting. We took your land and then we decorated our houses just the exact way you would have. Huh. Where, where can I go? Oh, you're, be- you're behind the fence over there by that big shiny building that's got the dollar signs on it and stuff. I'll see you on Saturdays. Oh, all right. You're going to decorate just like my old house. Yeah, but you're not allowed over here. Okay. This is hot. Yeah, I just find that weird. Spanish style and all that. It, we take cultures and make it fashion. I guess our, like, white thing Tuscany. That's what white people do. Yeah, it's what we do. We steal everybody's ideas, and then we're like, oh, isn't this wonderful? No, that's actually somebody's... It's their culture, and you're using it as some sort of a, you know, fixer-upper, Joanna Gaines-type moment for you. I just fell in love with the Indian art. So I have all over my house. Painting. I've been to people's houses like a painting of an Indian. Like, I can't imagine that's going to go over too well if you ever have an Indian in here. But I don't ever have it. Well, if it's a Remington or something like that, then there's guys that have done well in those yeah. artists. It's weird, though, because it's like if you, they love the Indian culture so much, but the, the three people I'm thinking of right off the bat that had this big Indian thing never drove over to the res and just tried to hang out with them or be, you know, like, I love this culture so much I'm just going to be part of it. No, you don't. You like when white people paint Indians. And maybe their last name is, like, Red Shoe or something. Like, close enough. It's I think weird. Arizona's done pretty well on purchasing uh, Kachina dolls and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and to their credit, I mean, Indians, so that, it, yeah. it's giving, oh, yeah. giving a lot of money back. Indians have, have scored on it, too. Nice job, Indians, to take advantage of Whitey's thievery. Coco Pellies. This means very much to my people. It is a dream catcher. Spirits of every type come through our hearts and our minds. I'll take that for $6 and put it on my uh, rearview mirror. Uh, very good there, Whitey. Nice thing. Yeah, and then there's always women who say they're like 9% Indian, like that Elizabeth Warren. I, they, everybody's on Elizabeth Warren, but there isn't a woman I haven't met who doesn't say she's like a, a certain weird percentage Cherokee. That is true. Yeah, they all say it. I don't but know why. But now you got to redo your 23 and me because... I, I, it doesn't matter. It, they're going to find a way. They're but, probably right, though. It could be, could be, but they don't know. My We're first, all mutts. My first girlfriend had great cheekbones, and she would tell people she was 10% Cherokee, and that's where her cheekbones came from. I'm like... Shut up. Stop saying that stupid story about your, your cheekbones came from the fact you've you got good cheekbones. You don't even know if you're 10% Cherokee. I've met your parents. You're so incredibly Irish, it's painful on one side. They can't stop eating corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> and your dad is as white a person as I've ever seen. This 10% Cherokee is not going to all of a sudden affect your facial features to a point where that's all you've got. She's a wildling. If she was not. She was an Irish mutt. The cheekbones did not cut. That 10% Cherokee just go, just let us have the cheekbones. Didn't happen in the creation of her body in the womb. They're all nuts, but yeah, that's why women do it. That's a good sign, though. If they come home from the dress, if you're with a woman, it's time to upgrade. If they've got dress barn in the closet and they've got, uh, they, they start buying turquoise and coca for the house. It's like, ooh, I got to get out of here. I got to find me a chippy. 
your Tinder pulls up yeah. and there's three dream catchers on a roof. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that is an immediate like, okay, I'll take her to Applebee's and we're getting out of this for <laughs> two for twenty. That is the case. You've never gone into a young girl's apartment or house or anything, and she's like decorated up in Indian art and still she's a lunatic if she but it never happens. That only happens to older women. So enjoy your dress part and your Coca Pellies and your cats and your ringless hand. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, it's uh, the phone number is five eight five nine eight hundred. You want to give us a wake up song, and we'll scream it together. We're supposed to have Bert Kreischer on today, but he had to cancel. And I think Caliendo's just going to wander in here. I don't know if that was supposed to be a Didn't plan he or not. Turn himself into Bert. We're going to give it. We're going to give it our all. High pitched laugh. We'll get the shirt off. We will get the shirt yeah. off, and we'll have him running around. Throw out the beard a little. Tell him stories about when he was in Russia. We'll see. We can get. Uh, Crusher Endo in here and see what we can do. He, he said he'd just wander. We didn't ask. He just said he's going to just come So in. bringing the vodka then. Yeah, he's going to have the, the vodka and the milk, which was a Crusher staple. But Crusher was just going to be on the phone. He still would have had vodka and milk. Uh, give us a wake up song. 585 We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! 98 KUPD. It's Breaking Benjamin there. I just got an email from a guy who is a Native American who uh, really enjoys uh, when, we, when we talk about white people stealing stuff. And he says uh, he's a, he works for an AC company. He says, I always find it odd when I wander into a white person's house and see a shrine to the very people their ancestors tried to eradicate. And that's, that's kind of how I look at having Indian art in your home. And Brady brought up the people who have the jade room or the Chinese thing. You know, nobody ever goes to Bruges and comes back with, like, gargoyles. Why, why do we do that to Indians? I'm going to decorate my whole house in gargoyles. people that come back from, you know... Maybe with like a we bubble. Were Australia or Europe, and they found that this particular type of... Uh, they like this type of silver or the... Yeah, but it's know, very they're, rarely they're a whole house. Like, the whole house doesn't yeah, change. A yeah, it's like a... Or it's a collection. You have a, a shelf or something. You're like, this is our trip to Australia and whatever. It's it's weird. We were t- and we were talking, too, about, like, uh, pictures in houses and, like, people that just dedicate their house to themselves. I've been. I remember my friend Brian's house. Every square inch of every wall was a photo of everyone who lived there. Like it was like it was a constant ID of who's there. Like the family had some sort of a weird short-term memory loss problem, and they're like, "All right, yeah, he's one of the people on the walls. He's good. He's all but right." Isn't that most houses? I mean, most families have pictures up of the a house. few, but yeah, you know the families. ones I'm talking about that are ceiling to floor photographs okay. of themselves. themselves. I can I can understand the family. the family thing to a, a couple degree. pictures. I think the one that sticks out more would be like um, if it was you and Megan and there's pictures of you What's and the difference? all over the place when it's just a, that, because it's you basically most of the time yeah count. the kids yeah, I guess I guess Brady's saying it I don't count <laughs> <You're devalued. laughs> you would be no. weird to do exactly what I do because I had babies because most of the people the are same. putting those pictures up yeah. of the family as the kids grow older I mean I guess yeah. you could do it with your dogs but, like what's the difference as, as Megan and I are also growing older we have not hit some sort of Ah, that's it, Megan. We've decided this is it. Homeostasis of age. We're going to stay right here, and there's no reason to chronicle anything else. I mean, we're aging, That was too. a solid blow, Brady. Yeah, it was yeah. a real good blow. Yeah. But, it's, it's, you know, these are fighting words, my friend. These are fighting words. So you have pictures of you and Megan? No, not an, not an exorbitant amount. No. I mean, you've got to fill your walls with photographs. Well, then families having pictures up. But it's no weird when it... Dude, I'm not saying a couple pictures. Evidently, I've hit a nerve. You must have decorated your house different since I was last there. No, you've hit a nerve on the uh, family uh, photo. You would if Ronnie heard. 
Oh, I don't so care I about it. You can that. have a family photo. Oh, she wants to do those. She always wants. Yeah, like- yeah. But chicks are the big photo people. They're the ones that, because yesterday we were leaving uh, this thing and uh, Megan said, uh, I watch people taking pictures. I'm like, oh, look at those girls. And their knees are all turned in and they're doing this weird trying to like slim up for just a picture outside of a bookstore. And I'm dying. I'm like, God, they have to chronicle every minute of their lives. It is. It's, it's everything. amazing. Now it's and uh, she's first a, day of school every Everything. Year. And she said, uh, she goes, oh, I think pictures are great for that. I'm like, ah, it's stupid. You just have memories. Have some memories. You don't have to chron- You have to, have to do some fake pose that you were never really. This is not a memory. This is you being really weird in front of a place where you're having memories. Well, what if you get Alzheimer's? Then the pictures won't matter. I'll look at him and go, who the hell are these people? None of it's going to, if I get all time, none of it's going to matter anyway. These, and what if it's, when she's like, what if it just sparks a memory? Then we've cured Alzheimer's and it's different, but it's not going to happen. We've tried pictures. What if hitting him in the head does it? We don't, we chronicle every single thing, but I do. I find it odd when you go to somebody's house and you see photographs of every single second of their lives and they're just wall, head to floor to ceiling. Up the staircase, just every single thing this kid's ever done all over the place. And just like, Jesus Christ, do they forget who was living here? There's a photograph of stuff. The other thing is, I guess, the, uh, it's maybe the royal effect. It's the uh, the painting, the portrait. Mm. I mean, you got to have be a little different that you've even joked about it. Like you walk to the painting house of, your of just yourself. Yeah. That'd be cool, like Kramer. But again, how's that different, really? <laughs> if, you, it, it, if you did a it, painting of you... Or, or a picture, picture of you and hung same. yourself. It's well, that's the same what I'm saying. Thing. A huge yeah. picture of yourself is it catches your attention more than so like whoa. Yeah, there it is above the fireplace. Right of the people me. that live here. Yeah, <laughs> me, my domain. I like to remind myself I live here. And it's not much difference, but yet to people it is different. I guess because it's uh, right egotistical. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I, I always it's, look at. It's it like, seen wow. that way. It's people who have uh, have awards for themselves on display in their own home. Like I can see putting it at work or whatever. You got like a shelf of things that you've accomplished. The trophy room? It's just for you. It's like you it's like, it's you like anything you else. Yeah, it's weird. Moderation, right, Brady? You yeah. like to preach moderation. Exactly. Moderation. The photos, you can go a little crazy yeah. in the homes. When I went to oh, Brett yeah. Vesley's house and he has every picture of every band he's ever been with. Right. Well, yeah. see, I actually kind of like wall. that because that's, there was that no wall story. Left. There's not a single picture. Tells a story of, yeah, he overdid the picture. <laughs> I'll say that. He had too much of it. Yeah. It tells well, a story. He had so right? many. <laughs> see, it's noticeable. It's, it is. Yeah. Saying, okay. it was, that's too many photos of your stuff. <laughs> have you seen it? It's blatantly noticeable. Yeah, it's, I, it's, yeah, a, I, it's a. Oh, yeah, Brady would never go over that. That's true. <laughs> When he's home, it's way too late. Yeah. He's living in sin. But it's, it's a at that weird, New Year's yeah. party. We're all drinking, and we go in there. We're like, whoa. Yeah, well, Brett, yeah, that's, that's an awful lot of you. <laughs> a whole big celebration of yourself. And isn't your house a celebration of you in your own right, that you've accomplished something enough to have a, a, a dwelling? <laughs> Let alone just to be like, I'm going to put myself all over the inside of it, too. I'm everywhere. Why not just pee on the carpet and claim it like a dog? I always think that's great. And, you know, I'm not saying photos and I'm not, it's always 100% you know, with everybody. Where it's like, I'm just saying it's stupid. Oh, you ate all photos? No. Just, you know what I'm talking You know the house I'm talking about when the people shrine themselves in their own home? You know what I'm saying. It's weird. Like, you got a lot of great photos, but do you really need you and the spin doctors up here? Right, yeah. They <laughs> lost their record deal that day. tendencies be a little worried if they walked in? Uh, people have asked me that. Like, how come there's no... I've actually had people say, well, you, uh, you, pictures with all the people you've met. And I'm like, well, I know I've met them. 
Yeah. I don't yeah, need a reminder exactly. every time I go to bed to walk down the hall and go, I remember the time that me and the guy in that photo, Norm McDonald, that's me with Norm, me. Who am I telling this to? It sounds like what they're saying to you is, well, I don't believe your stories without the proof. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have proof. <laughs> uh, come in my hallway. It's a shrine to myself and all I've accomplished. Oh God, he's right. He did mean God. God, this man's hallway to himself is amazing. I like to make my house a little museum of me. Here's me when I was 12. Here's me aging. Then I got married. We don't have kids, so we had to stop taking photos. So. <laughs> but like why you said, is it? That could be the office. But why is that? that became, weird? How many exactly. movie scenes? Why is Tommy Lasorda? Exactly. You get pictures of like things, famous people you've met that you hang on your walls. Odd. I just find that strange. It would be better to have pictures of moments like me banging on the restroom door with Ditka in the in the stall. Oh. Action photos. If we could get like those. life snapshots. Yeah. If we could get a, a, a thumb drive out of your brain and go, oh my god, I, I have to get, I have to see myself in this, and then hang that. And each picture tells a story, yeah. rather but than I, here's us standing in like front of a Mexican panels. restaurant in yeah. Sedona, that's awkwardly posed. Sometimes is better. What? Because your the story's much better than the picture. The picture's ways, fake. Yeah. yeah. Pictures are always things we'll never do in front of a Mexican restaurant in Sedona. We did, and then we remember that part. Pictures of the handprint on the hood, Brady? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. yeah. In fact, the the two or three pictures I do have of myself uh, in the house are all taken by someone else while we're moving around. Or like I didn't know the photo was being taken. So they're... they're like I, That's usually how like you're captured. Shots. Oh, yeah, exactly. Posed pictures, I, I will throw every one of those out. Because I'm like, this is exactly what I'm not. No, wait, you didn't throw out your post pictures with your dogs. I'm not in any of those. Yeah, you are the ones on the couch. Oh, no, those are, yeah, that one. But we didn't hang them up all over the house. Those are just I for ourselves. No. We put them in the dog's room. <laughs> because okay. we made it a joke room. <laughs> it's a shrine to the okay. dogs. To right. It's kind of a goof. It's a good picture. Yeah, and it's in the dog's did you, room did where it belongs. you put the one with the giant head in there? No, we never got that blown up because I was like, this is dumb. We've got enough. And that was my rule, too. I'm like, we've got a couple of these already. We don't need to do this all the time. But like Eric said, every year, all of a sudden, it's like this debate starts up with, we need to hire a photographer to get a picture of the dogs. I'm like, look, they all look exactly the same as they did last year. And Brady says we have no kids and we're not going to age. So this is good for us. Just, we don't. We barren. don't matter. It doesn't. Don't matter. Yeah. It's just. It's just weird. It would be weird if we did that all the time and then hung them up all over. I'm like we got a whole bunch yeah. of this. Is dumb. If it's the same dogs I had last year, it's the same goddamn picture. Now, have I been in some terrible accident where I've been burned? And we got to This is got to be four and a half. 2019. We got to show what it looks like now. If something's changed, or we got a new dog, or a couple of them have gone, or whatever. I get it. I remember. We got. We got enough. Moderation. Some people are that way with kids. He's here for a while. Oh, We've got a new. Oh, geez, yeah, exactly. We've adopted a couple. Your Sid's baby's Sid's on the wall. Baby's yeah. on the wall. It's weird. Well, I didn't know I'd hit a nerve. I didn't realize you'd wallpapered your house with pictures of yourself. We're running out of space. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie's winning the battle. Oh, yeah. There are photographs of Brady moving all over. No, He's not me. No? It's, it's her her a, do you have a lot of Kirby. pictures of her and Kirby? It's her and Kirby. Yeah. Has that happened? We got... Um, we have pictures. They're usually there's probably five or six uh, framed pictures that would go on a yeah, like table. a table. I'm talking about wall stuff. Do you have like a big family wall thing? Some are good because that's creepy as the healthy. biggest thing that we have is that um, shadow box thing from the wedding. Right. Well, that's that. See, that's a piece of art. Yeah. Your family, you're no piece of art. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. There's only one place you should be shot hung. back. Yeah. 
He's, I'm right. I'm saying it about myself. I'm just saying nobody wants to come in and see more of you. Oh, good. I'm glad there's more. Bra- Everywhere I turn, I see Brady. That's great. This guy Said no one ever. This guy doesn't know very well. John, did you form this opinion years ago by hanging out at Pratt's house? I heard Pratt's house was covered in pictures of himself, and people used really? to make fun of it. Like, you'd walk in, and there was a, a big picture of himself, and like all of it, like he had awards of himself. It's Every great. magazine article yeah, that's ever I, been written. I've never once printed some local Phoenix magazine thing. I just, I, you know, I just don't have that. I don't want that. It's my house. Like, that should be somebody who likes me hanging that stuff up. I guess that's growing up with posters and stuff. Like, if I have a... Like, I have a picture of Anthony Rizzo in my house. That's cool. Oh, yeah. But, I, like, I like him. I'm a fan of his. I've got a picture of Steelers in a bathroom. Yeah. Steelers bathroom. Sports stuff is a little different. Yeah, but that's what I grew up doing. Putting pictures stuff of people you're I into. admire. Yeah, yeah you're on, into. Yeah, like my You're not heroes. into yourself, then. But you I know it's go not going to go, look- man, oh, man, do I... You know what go here? And this wall. So we get, like, a nine-by-nine nine picture of me. <laughs> If you ever said that to someone, they'd be like, Jesus Right next Christ. to Indian art. This whole wall should be covered in oh, tapestries <laughs> hand-woven by fat Indian women and photos of me. What's wrong with you? And then, But you go into people's houses, and that's exactly what you see. <laughs> but no one's ever said it that way, because if you said it that way, you would realize how incredibly weird. I went, oh, this, Eric does real estate. Nobody goes, oh, honey, we put a couch here and we can have coffee and then stare at pictures of ourselves. It'll just adorn every square inch. That's what we have to tell clients. You got to kind of take down the personal stuff. Yeah. Oh, people yeah. don't want to walk into a house they're buying and see all your oh, you. personal yeah. photos. It's, it's piss on. It's dog piss. Yeah. To humans, it's like, oh, this has been claimed already. You don't yeah. want that. John, I got to say, isn't this whole Cha-Ching Chavez thing to stay out of other people's pockets, yet you guys seem pretty worried about what other people are doing with their own stuff? Oh, no. Ah. It's, no, no, no. Ah. That's, that's money. Money and money and your terrible decorations are two terribly <laughs> different things. I would never say, oh, my God, you spent money. Now, if I'm telling you, it's like, uh, I wish I could spend money on this, and I'm in your pockets, right, that's different. About it, yeah. But if I went in your house and there's a bunch of pictures of you, you're a lunatic. This is how you spend your yeah, money? That's, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm, I'm not saying it's cheap or expensive or anything else. Uh, spend your money how you want. I'm just saying it's weird. Yeah, I've got a, a few friends that spent some serious money on an oil painting, family post. Oh, portrait. see, that to me is tongue-in-cheek hilarious, and they don't know it. They think it's probably beautiful. Oh, it's, I mean, big bucks. And it's prominently displayed in their it's home. It's in the formal living room. <laughs> oh, they have one of those old living rooms yeah. where people would just sit and talk yep and you go in and stare at pictures of them overlording over the conversation <laughs> it's an oil painting of us i know i see you in person i think it's neater that your actual carbon form is talking to me rather than you know displayed on the wall but neat okay you want to see more pictures of me no but that's my old school mentality because people want that facebook is that like just a bunch of pictures of you displaying yourself doing stuff, and hey, you go to a baseball game; they're all taking photos yeah. constantly. I never understood uh, the, the refrigerator photos. I never understood that just decorating your entire refrigerator with pictures of things you've done. Weird. A lot of it, you know. Weird. You're proud of your family, I guess. Oh, sure. Your kids. But sure. You, you hang your kids more than anything. Well, wait, hang on. Hang, hang your photos up. Pictures right? of your yeah. kids. <laughs> That's why we only have you want to hang your epidemic. kids. Yeah, I want to hang my kids. You want to hang? Your I want to hang a lot of kids. I'll hang your kids. John, start this a is service. A, John, this is a total Mexican thing. You know that, right? My grandparents and my great grandparents 
have walls and walls with family pics, along with pics of people who well, aren't even in the family. I, I, I think the ones who aren't in the family are better. Here's the thing, though. Mexican, Mexican people, culture it's a is a little different. Little different, different, and it's because they've got to remember everybody. They've got like 30 people they living in to. that house, yeah. so it's like this is like an ID wall. Oh, you are. There you are. You're number 13. Okay. Yeah, that kind of thing. They are into family Abolita. events. They like, uh, they do like that. Abuelita has to also have the photos up to Who is this one? That's Chavo. Who is this one? That's Chavo. We should not have done that. Abuelita, sit down. No. I want to remember all of the photos. Italians are like that, too, although I don't think they hang the photos because they don't want anybody to be recognized. Well, that's a good thing about the, yeah, they, the, <laughs> the ones that aren't hung are obvious. And then that's your a, uncle? <laughs> I like the Italian family photo where a couple people are X'd out. <laughs> yeah, there's, or they just cut the heads off. Sure, we should be a family of eight, no a family of five. <laughs> what are those red X's? Let's not talk about it. Let's move into the other room pictures of me. Gotta redo the frame. Yeah. It's just pictures of me is funny. I don't know if you guys saw the funniest thing that happened in the world yesterday, but uh, and it's not political, so don't defend it because this is just flat dumb. But Ben Carson was on hearing, it was doing a hearing yesterday. He is the uh, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Yeah, and he was asked, Eric, I'll ask you this: What is an REO? Do you know? REO. REO, real estate thing. Oh, it's the uh, certain type of uh, housing you sell, right? But that was, your answer was almost as good as Ben Carson's. REO just means real estate owned. It's been picked up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so they, yeah, somebody like your company owns the house. Right. It's and real then, estate owned. Yeah, right. right. Real estate owned. So it's owned by the real estate company or, you know, like a, a company has picked it up because it's gone into that situation. So and they're this, a pain in the ass to sell. Exactly. <laughs> and there's a higher uh, foreclosure rate, which creates the REOs in uh, FHA loans, and that's what they were discussing with, again, the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. The man probably should know most about housing, again, the word housing and urban development. And when the lady from California uh, asked Secretary Carson about this problem, and she said, uh, what about the problem with REOs? Do you have an issue with, uh, do you know what REOs are? And he goes, REOs? He goes, no, REOs. REOs? No, not the cookie. And then she just explained it to him, and he's like, and she goes, do you know what it stands for? And he goes, real estate. And she goes, and the O, organization? Oh, owned, sir, owned, no. And then it's like, all right, I'll give you one. It did sound like she said Oreos, and maybe he's hungry. Maybe. <laughs> Oreos then, are delicious. <laughs> but then later, a lady asked him about uh, something called uh, Amway or something like that, Amway. And he goes, Amway? Amway, Tupperware. And he goes, no, no. It's an actual it's an actual housing and urban development thing. Amway? No, Secretary Carson. He did it a couple of times. He has no idea. And I kind of think I don't care about the politics of it. This man is a brain surgeon. Right. How in the world did he not just pick up a book and memorize a few things about his new job? Well, where this didn't wondering. Happen. He got the degree, John. He's, He's already a hit the genius level. Surgeon. Yeah. No I would, need. I guess I would give brain surgeon pretty much every job in this building in the hopes that they're like, okay, give me like a one sheet on what I need to know. And they'd have it down lickety split. I think he's kind of doing it on purpose. He seemed drugged. It was funny. But I can almost guarantee you that me, adult, a moron, a disc jockey, could sit in that chair and have a lady who's a representative of California, and I'm there to represent radio. 
in some form or fashion, the FCC in some way. And she asked me a question and says, are you familiar with Arios? I, my brain would go, she's not talking about the cookie. There's no way. There's no effing way she just asked me about Oreo cookies. And I'd be like, in what context? That might be the question I asked back. In what context? Oh, the R. And then you get her you get her to say it a few more times. You blurt out Oreo after you're not sure in a housing and urban development meeting. You're 100% going to be wrong. Why is this woman asking me about Oreos? Which one? Oreos? They have five new flavors. Yeah. <laughs> I like the red velvet ones. Sir, there is no possible way you were a brain surgeon. You have replaced the real Ben Carson with a pod man. Open him up. Let's see what kind of plant life is uh, growing inside him. There are just certain times... And I'm a dummy. Well, I mean, you know, could you compare it to, like, say, uh, a football analogy? Take the quarterback. He's an unbelievable quarterback. Yeah. Top level. Sure. You know, we're reorganizing. Right. Now we're going to put you at uh, left tackle. Brady, my point this is... This guy's a brain surgeon, and this is exactly what we we were sure. at one time convinced that, oh, since he's was such he a can good pick brain up anything. surgeon, he can pick up anything. I'll tell you exactly my point. Though. It's not happening. I can take you, another adult. We're a couple adults in here. And I would have faith that I'm going to plug you into the room. No, maybe I don't with Oreos. But if somebody said... Well, it'd be a joke. I mean, I, I, right. I, I know she's not talking about Oreos. Your brain or would say there's no yeah. way she's talking about the cookie. And, and if Don't I bring up the Oreo. cookie. There's no way the cookie is on topic here. This is not it. Just nod. And look confused. That's better than saying Oreos? Because there's no way. That's what a child would have said. Did somebody say Oreos? If you misunderstood the words, I didn't hear you. What? And then have her say it clear. R-E-O. Not a fan of the speed wagon. There is... I got that first. Oh, maybe you'd go that way. Yeah. But at least you got the initials right. There, And probably your brain would go, no way she's talking about speed wagon. There's no way. A brain surgeon's job is to... Look at the situation, have a plan, and then analyze, as it's happening, what the next move is. There's no way he actually believed she was talking about cookies. Well, in his defense, there is a term Oreo in real estate. But he was talking about the magic cookies. Because he he yeah. when she asked him to describe anything, he just stood and stared. He goes, real estate? What does an excellent Oreo guess. Housing and other real estate. What was his other... Uh, what was his other excuse for the Amway thing when he didn't understand another basic term in his uh, profession? He's a brain surgeon. It was hilarious. Did the she get her question are, answered? The videos are a rock. You have it, Rich? Watch this. There's, it's just so incredibly sad. But As you look it up, I'd also like you to get back to me, if you don't mind, to explain the disparity in REO rates. Stop Do you right know there. what an REO is? In what way? An Oreo. R, no, not an Oreo. <laughs> an REO. She had to slow down her speech. There is no way that question even makes you think, oh, she's throwing in some info about treats. <laughs> it's hilarious. And then she just, she tweets out, I had to explain the difference between an REO oh, really? and a cookie sandwich. Me as a white woman pointing out. <laughs> oh, I love it. Rates, do you know what an Oreo is? An Oreo. R. No, not an Oreo. <laughs> an R E O. R E O. Real estate. Okay, What's real estate for? E organization. Owned. Real estate owned. That's what happens when a property goes to foreclosure. We call it an REO. Mm -hmm. And FHA loans have much higher REOs. Did you get back to the cookie talk? Because that was, that sounded delicious. delicious. I would like that, please. Oh, I loved it. I laughed so hard at that. 
and it's time after Game of Thrones. <laughs> Did he go back and answer or no? No. And she just explained it to him. He goes, huh, huh. Can we take a five-minute break for them treats he was on about? I'm, I'm losing. <laughs> Who's got milk? I mean, I a glass of milk and some of them delicious real estate cookies he was on about. It's hilarious. We're living in a simulation. Oreos? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to give him credit to say he knew the other term and thought that's what she said since he couldn't even tell you what an Oreo stood for in the first place. I'm familiar with that other thing. No, you're not. Ud? Ud? What's that? The D does not stand for deportation. <laughs> I was thinking urban deportation. I have to be honest with you, for the last 18, 19 months, I've sat in an empty room. I haven't, I haven't seen There's paper. There's a lot of terms. There's so much to know. I know. Nobody's even called me. I was surprised when you asked me to leave my office. I thought you said something about heaven and Oreos. I, I wouldn't be here otherwise. Yeah, we live in a simulation, and it's pretty great. Love every second of it. Absolutely every second of it. I know. He may be having fun with it. And now he's holding Oreos because he just doesn't care. <laughs> this is a guy who, they can't fire me. I'm the only black guy in the administration. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't Did he I never understood Oreos that from the beginning, there. though. Why would he be appointed? Well, because right. they're, they're uh, no, now like I love Ben Carson because that's awesome. He went out to the store real quick in between during the hearing and got some Oreos. Yeah, I said it. They didn't even try to go back on a mic and go, I thought she was talking about Oreo. Just do a little research, but I thought there was another thing called Oreos. I, 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 was, I, was, I thought that's what she said. Nope. I was talking about the cookie. Go get me a box of those. <laughs> and he did it. And then he posed with them. That's, that is gangster. Because <laughs> she's grilling them. And he's, at, he's, and he's got a box of Oreos. He should just eat them next time that lady's talking. Make a fool of me, huh? I'm a brain surgeon. <laughs> Man. Sends her the whole package. That is fantastic. Yeah, I didn't know what you were talking about. I was high as a kite. <laughs> Hungry. And now I'm with, I got the munchies. Yeah, Ben went full gangster when he bought the box of Oreos and brought it back into the hearing. Look what I've got now. Hilarious. <laughs> this is not a time to laugh. There are many people without homes, sir. Yeah, yeah. There's many people in this room without Oreo cookies, and I solved that problem. But there, there's an entire department, Health and Human Services, that he could have been a part of. Yeah. And he's yep. in the house. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't get it. I don't get any. I don't get any. Is, that, is, that, is that a better appointment? Well, in fairness, yeah. in fairness, For him? when's yeah. the last time the director of HUD like, was somebody that did anything? I don't know. Maybe a lot. Maybe a little. We don't know. Now we do because of the Oreo thing, and it's hilarious. So keep bringing me videos of them this screwing the up. This is where I have to sit through two hearings a year. <laughs> right. I don't know. Do I have to learn anything? Look, they're going to they're yeah. gonna grill you on these yeah. hearings. That's fine. The difference between paperwork and a ham sandwich. That's pretty much... I can do that. Because obviously there's some... They've accomplished some yeah. big things on that hearing. I could have faked my way through that in seconds. That lady was all over his ass. She knew. I'm going to bring up Ario's, and I bet you he mentions the cookie. I bet you 100 bucks. That was just a simple bet with another congressman. $100 says Carson brings up cookies if I say Ario. No way. No, he'll do it. He didn't know. He's not, we don't, I don't even know what that job is. I want a job like that. I'm dying for a job like that. I had a great moment yesterday with our big boss man, Trey. Because he turns to me and he goes, I don't know if you're going to want this. I'm like, what? This is, no, it goes great at the end. 
this the one where he came in and he said, I need to talk yeah, to you? Yeah, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, is it bad? Yes. And then everybody goes, ooh. And then he goes, hee-hee-hee. So we're walking down the hall. It's not bad at all. I want to, and I don't, I don't know if he wants me even talking about it, but he said, uh, he goes, I was going to see if you were interested in this national award thing I was going to nominate you for. But then I thought about it. And I thought, what if you lose? Like, yeah, I guess that's a possibility. And I'm like, I'm not Let's really. the award. It's just the, it's the Marconi Awards. Every year they do a thing. I, I'm best like, portrait. Yeah, best drawing of myself. <laughs> so it'll be like best morning show in the country and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not really motivated by that kind of stuff. I find it to be weird. And I've kind of built an entire. Who, who picks? Well, the, I don't know. Mr. Marconi. <laughs> The Kraft Marconi and Cheese people? Because the press. I have a feeling that know. the people who pick probably never heard one. Oh, you send them up. stuff and they you listen. Send them there stuff are, actually, there are yeah, a lot of them that are quite familiar that you'd be surprised that, they, that they're that they weird radio knobs that listen to all this stuff. But I told them, like, you know me. I said, I've kind of made a whole career out of not liking this industry. It would be sort of weird for me to go all of a sudden and just go, I love everything about what you get, you know. You know. And if you lose, I'm like, you really kind of focused on that part a little heavily. I think he was trying to trick you. No, no, because he's got to nominate. If you lose, if you lose. He was going to nominate me. So he's like, I think, you know, I'm like, that's all I need. If you like me the most, that's all we're good for. And he's laughing. And I said, uh, I said, why don't you nominate, uh, let me nominate you for a, you know, market manager of the year. Yeah, no, I'm not motivated by that crap either. And I started laughing. It's like, it's a nice thing, but I'm really, I, I appreciate it. And then he said, you know. I used to care about that stuff. And he points over to a thing in his office. And there's that thing over there as a market manager of the year. I won that six years in a row from r and I'm like, that's awesome. And then after that, I didn't care anymore. I'm like, that is incredible. <laughs> yeah, so who needs awards when you don't have enough room on your shelves for them? Cha-ching, Chavez. And I'm like, yeah. Did you tell him to go ahead and nominate Mo and Neander Paul? Yeah, I did. I said, just nominate someone else. I said, do we need someone from the bill? Nominate Toledo. Let's see if they even pay attention to it. <laughs> but if you lose, I'm like, I understand you think I'm probably going to get my ass kicked. Act to the losing. That's why you put up Toledo. I mean, you fly out there. You'd get dolled up. And then they announce somebody else. Ah, yeah, I don't, I don't even know that that would bother me. <laughs> I don't even know I want to go to the thing. It's a major award. I know. I send it to my house. <laughs> I don't like the business. I like I like KUPD. I don't care for radio. Uh, uh, the people that would be in the audience would be everyone I'd never want to hang out with. And I've kind of made a whole and they would know it, most career of, of making fun of everybody who loves this thing. Because it's, you know, you're taking yourself a little too seriously about this job. But, uh... It's all right, so I won't nominate you. Because right, you might lose. I know what would happen if He's I was... trying to get into your competitive spirit. I don't know. Maybe that was it. He was tapping in. Maybe. Save the money on the flight. But all I said was at the end of my... If you think I'm the best, that's award enough for me. You know what? From the heart. You and I should hug right now, but we're not going to. So, virtual <laughs> hug, buddy. Virtual hug. From the heart. I would... Uh, like Maybe if you want to like, send Jeremy or something. Like, you know, when Marlon Brando won the Oscar like and he Fox. sent up that Indian? <laughs> we sent up a Civil War veteran. Who wasn't even Dress an him in the full And just, just put, uh, you know, sepia makeup on him, make him look even older. <laughs> Mr. Holmberg would like to say thanks to all the people he never wants to be. Bye now. Who is this? Sorry, really? Bob and Tom. It's weird. I don't like that stuff. 
when an industry like that's the thing nobody knows about with the Oscars. You have to nominate yourself, but they don't do it. They have their agents do it. They submit for your consideration. consideration. Mm -hmm. There's no like board going, that was incredible. It's the people who are like, I was pretty great at that. My agent's going to fire it up. It's it's in Oscar consideration because you mailed it to them. And all those stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, those aren't honors that you get shocked by. A lot of the times you buy it or you call you have up to. and you well, you have to after you get the honor of being told hey would you like this after someone you know or yourself nominates you and usually you notice it's right before a project comes out and needs promotion uh so you know it goes on and on about that but then i they get that walk thing and then they're like oh what an honor this was and i'm like no it wasn't you asked for it you can't ask for it and then call it an honor. Can I have an Oscar? Sure, here you go. What an honor it is. I was uh, so happy. It's interesting that you mentioned nominations because Karen sent this over this morning. Brady, have you been at work in Gilbert trying to nominate us for stuff? Because for best parade in Gilbert, KPDU Fest is a vote <laughs> oh, nomination. Right, we had a parade? Yes. We weren't even in Gilbert, but okay. And we didn't have any sort of parade. No. Well, but all right, let's what's vote. What's that? I'll take that I, I've award. Been doing a little Yes. Oh, have you been outside parading again? Yeah. I told you that's yeah. moonlight. Can't help Gonna get rid of you if you keep it up. <laughs> that is awesome. But we're on there. Well, we know? might as well win it. Yeah, up against Parada del Sol. But what if you lose parade? to Parada del Sol? <laughs> How embarrassing for your parade. <laughs> a parade? <laughs> All we do is rail against yeah. parades. Right. Parades are the worst single thing ever, and we're gonna win one. God damn it! I'll show up to you that award. You know what we need to do though for next year's U Fest. A parade. A parade. Yeah, parade. You know. all the artists in. Why would we bother spending money on that? We're already getting nominated. We that's even do true, one. That's true. I would be, why would we go the extra effort? A vote. Where, where do people vote for this? Uh, I'll find out. I will buy a tuxedo and go to this award ceremony. <laughs> that's parade. Best parade. And I'm telling you, it's going to take me a half an hour to get up to that stage because I'm going to be throwing candy. I'm going to have clowns and shriners. <laughs> we have to win. I'm going to have a parade from my seat to the podium. Well, they have, they have tricked us into yeah. advertising this. It's a Gilbert City site that has the voting. Gilbert-based parade. And they're not allowed to have advertising, so there's no way to trick us for money. I don't. Right. I know, but I. Yeah, something's weird. weird. You can vote until June fifteenth. There's only one of those parades in Gilbert. Right. Yeah, the Phoenix Pride Parade. Yeah, the Phoenix Pride Parade is not some, and that is not going to win anything in Gilbert. <laughs> no. Well, the only fact that the, the only thing they're happy about is that it's in Phoenix. Look at we kept the gaze away about 13, 14 miles. Isn't that great? Let's say Verado at the bottom. Yeah, the yeah. Verado, Verado 4th of July. 4th of July so this is just Parade of the Valley, apparently. But We're on we, it. We're considered the best, one of the best parades we, in the I valley. remember when Larry and I were putting the final touches on our floats, and I'm like, we're going to win something. I remember you doing that drum major thing. Yep, yep. Well, Brady walks like one already. He That's led right. the marching bands. It was amazing. Best parade. We were... Uh, we were good that day, guys, and I'm, I'm not ashamed. Of, I'm not, you know, too humbled to say that. It was when you're good, you have to admit it. You guys are going to lose that gay parade. I don't know. Yeah, award. I had that Tim from uh, Tim Willie and Brian, whatever they call it, show over there. Came yep. next, and he asked. He said, "You know, this Tim, long." Tim and him. Tim and the fella. Tim and his fella. And uh, he said that because he's in that Radio Hall of Fame. And you know where that got him? Like a year after he got in that Radio Hall of Fame here locally, he was driving for Uber because he was down to his last pennies. <laughs> no, that really paid off. You were an HOFer here locally. You got your speech. You told everybody how marvelous it's all been. What a career. And then a year later, you're in a Camry 
floating around with the throwing up drunks at one in the morning because you can't get work. And it wasn't Tim's fault. But, you know, that's how that goes. How many of the people, I mean, there's people in the Hall of Fame who have killed themselves because <laughs> after they got in the Hall of Fame, life just fell apart. It's a curse. It is a curse. And Tim said, I'll nominate you. And I'm like, absolutely not. I wouldn't show up for it. Chuck went in the Hall of Fame and I died. Know. And he died immediately afterwards. They're giving me a local honor into the Arizona Broadcasters Hall <coughs> Hall of <coughs> Hall of Fame. I'm choking on my own blood saying it. And then he died like a year after they gave him that honor. I don't want that. No. It's nice. If we win the parade thing, I will proudly display that rightness. I mean, we better put him. I hope you get a big, giant, like, wagon train out front that says parade winner. Karen says it's uh, from Phoenix Magazine's Best of the Valley. That's where you can go and vote. Phoenix Magazine. Phoenix Magazine. Oh, Mo was advertising that. Was Best she? of the Valley. Yeah, trying okay. to get people to vote for her. That's, well, she, that's no good. She's talking to such a Phoenix small Phoenix Magazine, audience. that's... How about this? Let's right talk to demo. a big audience. Go over to Phoenix Magazine, vote for Mo. I think that's... <laughs> we'll finally get... We'll get her some votes. Because she's got that tiny little audience over there. She's trying to get it. That won't work. Go to the Phoenix Magazine thing and vote for Mo. You know what? Here's all we need, John. Ryan Mender, our blind friend. Yeah, what he said. Who's traveled the country. Oh. You guys do have the best morning show in the country, though. Legit. See, that's all I care about. That's all Legit. you do. Legit. Legit. And blind, a blind person would know. Because that's all radio. they've got. Yeah. That's all they've got. That's their entertainment. And Mender is super-duper blind. And what's his field of vision? Two feet? Yeah, not even. Are we even nominated in the Phoenix Magazine Best Ofs? There's no yeah, way. Yeah, I think we are. Are we? Yeah. We'll vote for Mo. For the Three morning. vintage chicks. For the morning oh. show. That's the, I, That might be radio. Okay, yeah, but vote for Mo because uh, she's she needs it more than we do. A lot. I like her. She's a nice person. Anything she can get well, on the they put... On the list, every morning show in the Valley. No. So they didn't even narrow it They parsed it down. It down. A little. Not really. Castle yeah, Alexis voted for best morning drive duo. Oh. So if you're more than a duo. We're a quattro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, will we win the quattro then? Are there any other quattros? <laughs> I think we're the best and only quattro. It might be the... Uh, now, usually those hip-hop stations. Yeah. They're, they're quintets, I believe, or septuplets. I don't know how you say it after five. Well, there may be nine or ten of them, and that would make them a nuftet or a decatet. Wow, you go deep. I go to nine and ten. Uh, octo octotet, I don't think is correct. Octet, octet perhaps. That just sounds dirty. Lisa. Seven is sepa. Sepatet. Sure. And six is just six. My wife is reprimanding me for not jumping all over the REO thing. Uh oh. Yeah, you did sound a little I, dumb. On I'm. <laughs> you did sound a little car. This is why she's the brains. <laughs> I, you learn all that yeah. in real estate school, and then you don't care. Yeah, of course not. It, doesn't it came matter. back to you. Yeah. Look, the, if the, this is the thing that kids would say in school. If the teacher don't know it, why should I? The guy running housing and urban development is, thinks it's a cookie. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. It clearly has never mattered enough to even memorize it. I asked a real estate agent, what's Ariel? Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a delicious cookies with a cream filling. Might as well have. Your answer was just the same. I thought you'd pop it right off. But Real not, exciting offer. That's a really hard question. <laughs> I'd have gone with that one first, probably. Yeah. Lendero. Whatever, you're looking yeah, it up. For. Now you're looking it up. <laughs> I'm not dealing with them. Yeah. It's the same Bad thing. Or business can own. The bank's problem. Yeah, whatever. Don't feel bad about it, Eric. You're just the same as the guy running housing and urban yeah, development. So that's a lot. You should get promoted for this. Oh, okay. Here's the voting for the best radio DJ team. Beth and Friends, 
John Jay and Rich, oh, Holmberg's Morning Sickness, yeah, Bruce St. James and Pamela Hughes. Vote for Mo. Doug and Wolf, Mark and Neander, Paul. I like mess. I like Mo, but you know what I like more than that? Ian Camp. Is that Ian Camp? Yeah, he's on there. He's on the morning show list? No, it's just a people. Oh. Here's what I like. And give no, it, it you says know, best radio it says morning best team. best radio morning scene. <laughs> they don't it's even know. It's got both of them. Know. It's got Here's Mo the and Ian on there. Then, then this is what we do. Vote for us for Parade and Ian for best morning team. There you go. He's on at 10. I guess that's <laughs> yeah. still morning. Uh, wow. It's kind of the best black morning show. It starts that's at hilarious. 10. They, they have no idea what's going on. No, no, on. they don't. So go they ahead and vote for Ian. They just want us to talk about their website. The only thing better than uh, winning that award and watching someone win it in the building is watching them in that weird box after they get fired with their award sticking out of the top uh-huh. of it on their last day. Walking There's out. nothing better than watching someone fired in radio who decorated their office with awards. Hilarious. Wow, most voted, most nominated twice for best talk show. Yeah, we're not, not allowed to talk. One. Right, we're not allowed. We're not like nominated Her consultant constantly one. tells her to shut the F up. <laughs> There's Caliendo. He's got a lot of awards. You sit down outside. Major awards. If Frank's house isn't decorated with a bunch of pictures of himself either. Yeah, it's just weird. By the way, he's here if you want to. He's right there. Oh, there he is. Sorry. (laughs) I didn't know he got in. Thanks. Wow. Mender. Yeah, he's good. That was actually. This is why why we were nominated. Stuff like this is exactly why we're nominated for all that. That'll never travel to or be part of. Because you might lose, you know. There's a good chance you'll sit there with your hopes all high. And then they announce Jubal and Kathy. And the next thing you know, you're sitting in Orlando with nothing to do and no trophy. You want me to nominate you? No. I think that's awful. I like Orlando. Well, if you go, just remember, you might lose. Hey, uh, your favorite self-promoting investigator reporter is... Uh, isn't that Gary Harper? No, he's a guy that fixes everything for people and then reminds. But tells you, yeah, he's uh, Gary Harper's got pictures of himself all over the house. <laughs> so your trailer blew over, yeah, and now you've got a trailer. Yes, we do. Thank you, Channel Three. Who did that for you? You did. What's my name? It's Gary Harper. Where do I work? Three TV. And what happened before I showed up? I lived in a tent because my house blew over. Then I showed up, and what happened? You use my name, third person. Then Gary Harper fixed my house. From from Channel 3. The whole story is going to be me telling you thank you, isn't it? We've only got a two-minute block. we got two minutes and a minute and 38 seconds of it. Is you telling Gary Harper he's awesome. So now we're standing on your porch. Your porch wasn't here two weeks ago, was it? No. Because a contractor robbed you. Yeah. And now what do you have? A check. Thanks to, thanks to you, Gary Harper. It's the only one I recognize on that list. Thanks to you, Gary Harper. Oh, yeah, from Channel 3. That's right. Because before what? I didn't have the money, Gary. And now Gary got me the money from all right gary we've done this five times now are you gonna show the part where he's reporting yeah gary harper you here hold the microphone point to me and say gary harper 3t gary and what did i he got me my money god damn it i wish i never called you i I was happier in the tent uh what do you got in the big board of musical treats over there at the elo team home of the (laughs) reo lo team the lo team the reo team uh, we got uh, at the Marquee Theater tonight. Big show. Hate Breed. Yeah. There's like a huge lineup, too. I see there obituary is? on there. And... What time does this thing start? Be, uh, Wednesday up. at 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, well, then I can go. Yeah, Brady can be part of this. Uh, 
outside. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. The 25th anniversary tour for Hatebreed with obituary, agnostic front, prong, and skeletal remains. Let's yes. do it. I will be heard. I will be heard? Yeah. Good one. Good one. What about Caliendo's favorite? Hey, Breed, I will be heard. And Frank's here to over-promote him. He was on Channel 3 yesterday. Somebody emailed me and said, hey, your boy Frank's on 3. When did he get skinny? It's been a while. And then everybody always says that thing after. But his head didn't. Frank lost weight from the neck down. He'll tell you. No one can explain it. It's against science. But it happened. Uh, he's going to take place of Burt Kreischer and have Frank in here for just a little bit, promoting his big show. Uh, but in the meantime, tonight's show at the Marquis Theater, Hatebreed. Uh, and, I mean, Prong and Hatebreed, that's enough right there. If you got a few others and you're a rock fan, you just want to blow your ears up all day long, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Uh, but Hatebreed's pretty solid. When do we have them? They have, what was that was at a U-Fest, one of our parades, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it was like yeah, five they, years they, ago. They were on one of our floats. <laughs> they were. Yeah, the Hatebreed float, which is pretty good. Job. Good job. Yeah. Pretty good float we had there. Hatebreed was killing it. I will be uh, throwing out Brock's candy. <laughs> Brock's candy to the kids. How you kids doing? I will be heard. Uh, have some Brock's. Brock's candy. <laughs> uh, all right, you're out. Ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. It's Hatebreed. It's 98 KUPD. Go. There you go. It's Chili Peppers, Scar Tissue. It's 724 in the morning sickness. And it is uh, our pleasure to bring you our buddy, Mr. Frank Caliendo, is joining us once again. He's here for his... Uh, promotional. You got a lot going on, man. You know, I really do. Yeah, you're a busy man. Tough being busy like this. You got shows uh, Sunday, correct? S- Saturday and Sunday. Oh, Saturday Standy, and Sunday. Standy, okay. Standy Live. That's right. They changed Standy the name. Live. Standy Live. It's cuter now uh, than it's ever been. They- Standy. Some love it. <laughs> oh, Standy. So you got Standy Live this weekend. Standy. Downtown. Yes, as a your Saturday show and Sunday. And then uh, anything else you want to talk about? Doing the stuff at Comic-Con. What are you doing uh, there? Not Comic-Con. Phoenix Fan Fusion. That's we right. were talking about Whoa. Comic-Con. Yeah, no. That doesn't exist anymore. No. That went well, out was, That's what it was. It previously was known as, that's what we were talking about off the air, that a lot of these things, um, different, and they actually listed on Phoenix Fan Fusion, uh, the website, and I'd ask them personally, I was like, what's, what goes on with that? Because it used to be called Phoenix Comic-Con. So no, not, it was, no, 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 no. It's just like, and on their website, it says perfectly, like, we didn't want to worry about being in some type of situation where there's a lawsuit because right. uh, that's what the, I believe San Diego Comic-Con has. They own the, it. I don't know if you can own it. I think that's the problem is nobody knows what you can own in terms of that because everybody mm. does a, you know, a con. Right. It's like something true. calling something a holic. Um, that's true. So, Caliendo Phoenix Con this weekend. Yeah, Caliendo Con, which is Uncle Phil. Uh, <laughs> you can't get comic books in Chicago without going through me. Um, <laughs> what was his other name, Uncle Frank and Uncle Phil? No, he was Uncle Phil. But, but didn't he, he have to change it? Different last name. In a different last name. Eventually, he had two names, though. No. But wasn't no. he in hiding? No, he wasn't hiding with a different last name, and then but he, he was, was on the internet. He had a, a website. But you were under the impression he was gone. What is this note, like, Toledo? He Hold away. on, I can't get oh, out I'm without sorry. reading it. Stand up yes. live, 480-719-6100. 480-719-6100. It must be some type of code. Uh, 
and standuplive.com or at standuplive mm. on the various forms of social media. I'm still trying to figure out that code. Why did he hand you this? 480-719-6100. What could it be? I don't know. <laughs> the Comic-Con people are going to love it this week. Are you going to be in costume up there at Standy Live? Uh, yeah, I'm going as John Madden. Nobody's ever seen me dress Genius. like that before. I've had people, because I'm doing like the local TV stuff, and yeah. people ask me, what costume are you going in? I'm like, I do that for a li- you know, for years sure. I've done that. You've done that's the dress. That's work for me. That's not fun. Still that's a though, fantasy. Great fun if you did all the shows dressed as Jon Snow from Game of Thrones and never once mentioned Game of Thrones or did an impression from the show. Or just did everything about something other than Game Yeah, yeah. you're just dressed as Jon Snow because yes. you just left the, the not Comic-Con. What is it? What's your problem? <laughs> Ooh, I'm gay. <laughs> He's a little, look. I mean, he's got some... Yeah, no, like, there's that, anything that was your Jon Snow? Is that what I don't... Di- you know what? I haven't worked. You know, that, that, that was awful. That was John Winter. That's Johnny Winters. <laughs> what do you want from me? It's Jonathan Winters. Good yeah. impressions. No, I don't do that. I don't. I don't do them anymore. Do Ghost. Yeah, he stopped. Yeah, I just stopped. Hodor. Give me Hodor. Uh, hold the door. I had a I had a uh, a homosexual man who heard me do a Jon Snow impression, uh, and he goes, "Oh, worst thing a man's ever said to me afterwards." He goes, "Oh, that makes me wet." What? Oh. I, don't even, I don't even understand that. Hour later, you out. Oh, man, I was getting plastered. Winter is coming. It was bad. Ian was on top his of you hours winter. later. Yeah, his, yeah. Oh, that makes me wet. Like, I'm, we're leaving. I don't know what that means. I don't like that. Mm. And I think all I did was, I'm warden of the north. And that's all I said. Oh, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, Friendship. Wasn't even, wasn't even talking to that guy. Yeah, it's a, a bond. He was at a different table. Ugh. Anyway, uh, it's time for the Brady Report, Frank. Yeah. Uh, it's brought to you by my friends at Hooters, and it's Wings Day at Hooters, Frank. You all you can eat wings for only fourteen ninety nine every Wednesday, your favorite Hooters location. Tell and you now, what, man. You lo- oh, yeah, I that's forgot about stuff that. stuff right Cruden there. loves the Hooters. I'll tell you what, I, that's where I started out working, wearing those orange shorts, man. <laughs> Is that right? I loved it, man. I don't remember that. Yeah. Hey, did you ever serve any uh, any uh, general managers? Nope. Sometimes they get overserved. Nah, I never heard about that, man. <laughs> yeah, there's one that gets overserved. No, man, yeah. that's the Brady Report. I love this. My favorite segment, man. It's brought to you by John Gruden's Hooters. Uh, Brady Report. Spider Hooter Y Banana. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. A couple of Wednesday morning fun facts. The guy who created the baby on board signs made millions from it. Doesn't even have kids. 1984, the guy's name's Michael Lerner. But he was, uh, it happened because he was driving. (laughs) Ooh, baby on board sent to make me wet. He was driving his 18 month old uh, nephew in the car, and he got real nervous, so then he created the baby on board. He had an 18 year old nephew? Yeah. 18 18 months. I was going to (laughs) say. That seems a little bit excessive when you're worried. You know, he's just not good at judging it. He's, uh, what are you about, a year and a half? I just graduated high school. What if you tell that to a woman? A man invented that. They get pissed off. Yeah. Well, but then they'd be pissed off constantly. A lot. If we, you know how many times I could say it? <laughs> I'm just going to start doing that and point to like computer screen. Man, make. Mouse, man, make. Find me one thing woman makes. The most trouble. Trouble. Why are you speaking like a caveman? I would even hold it because it's manly. <laughs> Hold up tampons and just look at it. Don't. Man, me. <laughs> Woman too stupid. Jeez. 
put in cell. <laughs> Women didn't even try to make those. In the 30s, some guy's like, come on, plug that up. That's I'm true. Like, a guy yeah. invented the tampon? All my socks are ruined. Will they weren't somebody allowed. do something about this? What about there the is... bra? Man make. Man make bra? Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> You're disappointed <laughs> exactly. in that man. Ah. Yeah, well, well, no, I like Bre- that man. He realized uh, gravity was ruining it. Depends. No, on man the... make. Depends. I started typing into Google man make bra. Man make. <laughs> yeah, well, because you feel <laughs> it. You don't. It's Caress primal. Crosby. Caress? Caress Crosby. Is that a woman? Well, she she made the cross your heart bra. Allegedly. Be- become man. She didn't make the first bra. That is bra, a dude. She? Yeah. That's a fella. <laughs> pretty, I'm pretty sure that's uh, Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> that's the late Ty Cobb. <laughs> man. This is more, the hit king invented the bra. Who knew? Yeah. Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Yeah, I man make. I put it on because I got cleated yeah. on the chest. <laughs> it was more protection than it was yeah. a bra. She was feeling the pain from sliding. The most dangerous job in America is president, president of the United States. The ban. Presidents of oh, the yeah. United States. Why? Uh, 9% of them have been killed while they had the job. We've only had 45 presidents. Yes. So four of them have been mm-hmm. killed. Numbers Technically, are Technically, it could be 18% because another uh, four presidents died of natural causes while in office. Yeah, but not since, like, 1900. Yeah, but isn't it just, man, I guess. It's, it's like there's only one job, but it's still 200-and-something years. The next highest death rate on the job, loggers. Who's your favorite that got shot? James Garfield. Dude's great. You ever know the James Garfield story, Frank? Uh, Nine months in office. Dude was changing everything. Kicking ass, taking names, standing in a uh, in a bus depot. And somebody wanders up to him and shoots him in the back. And, it's, and like a real man, he turns and he goes, Watch this, then! <laughs> And he starts to fight him. <laughs> that's, when men the, were men. that's when men were men. Men make. <laughs> and he didn't die. From, he didn't die from the gunshot wounds. He oh. died because grubby doctors didn't have like uh, anything to to clean themselves. And they were digging around in the wounds in the <laughs> with like, their poo face. He's laying in the in the goddamn bus station. Well, get it out then. And he let people in their grubby paws dig around and pull That's bullets out. That's the same out. thing with JFK. If his wife wouldn't have dug in his brain, he Well, no, those fired. were useless no, at that I point. I think that was... Uh, his last words were, I, well, I, uh, Get that for me, would you, Jackie? <laughs> there wasn't much digging. I uh, want to put that uh, back. She did, if it was if on she'd the have trunk. done it right, he'd yeah. be alive. You've got a little red velvet on here. Oh, my God, what's happened? I uh, look like a uh, red velvet cake. <laughs> She was more concerned about her dress. You should have that for uh, your daughter's uh, graduation party. What is it? A JFK She's red velvet cake. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, my, my, I got a call. I got two people that canceled on me doing stuff today because sixth grade graduation, eighth grade graduation. It's big deals. It is not. Sixth you are huge. legally obligated to advance to the next grade. You'll go to jail if you decide to say I'm lying. I don't think it's really <laughs> There's nothing. I, I'm yeah, just... sixth grade, you have to go. And you and guess what? You have to go to seventh grade. You haven't graduated from anything. No, Juliet's having a big party because it's seventh grade, and it's they don't have anything, so she's just celebrating herself. She's, she's also putting up <laughs> portraits of herself uh, <laughs> in the house all over the place. Are you worried? Yeah. Uh, with her, no. No, oh, she'll be fine. Yeah. You're you're with me on the pictures around the house. One hundred percent. Anybody who's I've ever gone to their house where they have the I don't mind pictures of relatives uh, when you have sure. your great uncle that looks just like you. That's great. Um, that's interesting. People a you bit. want to remember, 
Right. Or, or like you don't see too often. That makes sense to me. But well, it's when pretty it's, cool when it's doing at the party. I mean, everyone's coming over and they're painting Juliet. I mean, I thought, oh, oh yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, to actually have artwork of yourself done by others. Yeah. And paying homage. And then you hang it in your own house. It's just weird. Yeah, I, I've never been a, a person that likes the picture of myself in no. all periods. So. No, me neither. I think, do you think it'll get to that point someday? What's where that? people just have portraits, selfie portraits of themselves, like oh. a selfie blown up? I guarantee it's already happened. An oil painting of a selfie. <laughs> or your of your food. Why don't you hang pictures of the meals that you like the most? Because people can't get enough taking pictures of their goddamn food. Just have your house just covered in like, ooh, that's when we went to Steak 44. Those are baby Watson potatoes. Do you think you'd look at mm. it differently if you uh, look like Brad Pitt? Probably. <laughs> yeah. I've said that, too. Because Megan's like, we don't have any pictures. And I'm like, there's a reason for that. I don't want to look at this. There's a reason for that. You sound like a yeah. terrible. I don't. <laughs> like, you take, and I always tell, like, take pictures of yourself. What's the difference? I want to be in front of the beef eaters with you. But I just enjoyed a meal. That's all. I don't care. And just take a, I'll take a picture of you if you want to remember this so much. That's different. I don't want to see my face all over the house. So if you were Brad Pitt, it'd be just... Oh, my house would be probably all mirrors and pictures. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to myself. It'd just be mirrors everywhere and just walking around going, God dang it. <laughs> this dude is good looking. We need more photos of that. Researchers swabbed a bunch of different Brady surfaces. wants out of this quick. <laughs> I don't want to Brad Pitt. You just take pictures of yourself. <laughs> Hang around. How many pictures do you have of you in your house? Are there a few? Maybe just under 50. Yeah, you think? No, do you really? Yeah, little you, do we know. You've never had yeah. a bunch. You used to have, I bet Ronnie No, made, there's I don't a couple of family of pictures. Is she big? On, do you have any uh, huge ones? Like a monster? We don't, and that's okay, good. probably good. It. He yeah. does on that RV. You do yeah, that that's a big that's the biggest. Oh, one you I do have. kind of celebrate yeah. you on that, but that's business. The, You're selling something. I understand. Yeah, the back of it has me with yeah. Uh, eating. Yeah, that, you've probably with reconsidered that. That's not an attractive thing. <laughs> if you, and going back to Eric's argument, if you look like Brad Pitt, maybe that would be something people wanted to see. <laughs> but a guy who looks like a thumb who may be a little bit mentally challenged eating ribs. No, they're more like Brad Pitbull. I kind of. <laughs> I, I, how often do you get people? How often do you get people knock on the RV door and go, "I want to donate to whatever this is. <laughs> I want to help that boy." You know, a couple that. times. Every time it's on the road. He reminds me of my Abuelita after she got chemo. Jeez. <laughs> a lot of pictures my wife has of us and me in particular in the house is our really fat Frank pictures. Yeah, fat Frank's right. And it looks like I'm trying to eat the frame. <laughs> it's I'm, I'm trying to it's eat just it. to remind you. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there are it some. Well, you did that. You put pictures of fat you and fat wife on the refrigerator. No, Michelle did that. Oh, I thought you no, wait, did that. No, I think I did. Do that. You did do that because you said that this at is, one point. We'll never she do did this. it years ago, uh, and then I brought it back. Yeah, because I thought it was it was and uh, it worked. Like it was you, very helpful because you look at it and you go like I always do this. I'll try on suit coats that from when I were was a little thinner than I am now. Yeah, when I was at like this, I go, oh my god, I can't. It's fat guy and a little yeah. bit. It's that kind of thing. So. Now I'm into the, my medium thinness. That's not uh, even fattest have, of fat. Oh no, no, you, you can find thin Frank. Yeah, oh yeah, God, that's super Brian Callen Frank. Look, look it up at the look at the top one. That one's a pretty good one. No, not that, You've that's gone medium. Through this a lot. Uh, there's the whoa, top middle. Look that's, look oh my God! Yeah, there's that's, that. Yeah, there's a cup. That's Louis Anderson. Me. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna start dressing like a lady. Okay. There's wow. one more. You got to look up uh, Frank Callen to Tom Cruise. Do that one. It's where I'm trying to eat him. I, li I literally <laughs> look at. Oh my dear Holy Lord! God. You're William Shatner. Yeah. Oh my hey, God, Tommy! 
He was Shatner in that picture. You should have turned down that appearance. You got to sit next to Tom Cruise. I know. And they didn't even get a shot of you and Leno on the other side. You wore denim to the interview. You couldn't fit it. You couldn't fit Leno into the frame. No, there's too much people. Look how fat I am. You are the fattest ever. There's another fat one of you. Fourth one over from the top there. Look at look, on a look, radio look, interview being uh, eh, maybe not. That's just no, you hunched but, up. But look at how I wow. Look at how you can I cannot close the collar yeah. on a shirt that I can wrap around my neck twice right now. <laughs> and Tom Cruise is just laughing at you. He's like, hey, you are hilarious. Laughing <laughs> <laughs> at your fatness. No, I see you wore a denim shirt to the uh, Leno show. That was dumb. And now you're gonna sit next to Tom Cruise That's- looking like a loaf of man. Here's the problem. That's not denim. That's just what it appears like on my it, sponge body. What is it's sponge not a body denim Frank shirt? pants? I assumed it was denim. Yeah, no, no, no. That I I know that shirt. Jeez, look at how much you are fat. I am. That's gross. <laughs> that <last> picture <laughs> to me that was Frank as a seal. And yeah, that's what he lays stage. down. That's right before yeah, Kermit well, makes an appearance. Yeah, here's yeah. the other thing. That's that's in like negative forty. There's uh, the three of you, upper right. There's Leno. I bet you he's dressed similarly. Nope. He looks no. nice. Hey, 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 Tom, did you see this guy's trying to take a bite of you? Did you forget to tuck your shirt in? Too? No, he no, couldn't. couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> Pants would have erupted. Like, that was, there were issues where the. <laughs> you looked terrible. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I look farlyish there, right? You are farlyish. And I had no idea. Like, I was making so it. much money at the time, nobody would tell me. <laughs> you and Will Sasso. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so but happy. Was happy. happy day. See, yeah. this goes back to what Eric said. It's like if you look like Tom Cruise or you look like that guy, whose house has more photos of himself in so it? It's definitely not kids. Chunks. Yeah, yeah, definitely Tom Cruise. Yeah. This has to be before kids. Uh, no, I think kids are around. I was just eating all their food. In this picture here, Jay Leno was holding something up. Is it a menu or you were requesting hey, take it? Take a look at this. This is from uh, no. the deli down the street. Apparently, you cleaned them out. <laughs> Wait three minutes into the interview. It's time to get Frank a snack. There it is. Hey, there he has time. My goal is to be this big. <laughs> <laughs> These photos are fantastic. Yeah, everyone at home and at work, Google Frank Caliendo, Tom Cruise, and it's Christmas time. Oh, yeah. That's the like, first four shots. I'll tell. I'll tell you what I Google a lot. You are Frank shattered. Caliendo, fat, just to make myself <laughs> feel better at times. I will literally look and see how bad I've looked over time. Oh my God, that second. Oh, that's a good one. That's there high. you go. That's and my. Uh, that's my bread. That's the one you look had. Look at how. Oh, yeah, Michelle is almost the same size as me. Yeah, Michelle was big too, and I didn't know that. I honestly didn't know. Frank had me to the house, and he goes, Michelle was fat. And I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to say that to your wife. And she goes, he's right. And then you showed me the pictures on the fridge, which no, is how No, because there was a picture that. of her and Louie Anderson. You couldn't tell who was who. <laughs> and that was her joke, not mine. Hey, look it. I oh, get- that's the one. That's yeah. the the place that you showed me the picture. That was on your fridge. Yeah. And I even had to say to Michelle, I'm like, I had no idea you were that big. And, and she I, goes, I, I, she was, you guys were huge. I had to pretend like I still loved her there. Yeah, I know. And did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I didn't love me. Yeah. Well, because you, you can't love someone too. else unless yeah. you love yourself. I mean, we're still we're still together. I mean, yeah. Man, oh man. Yeah. You were a beast. Yeah. Well, good for you. See, you got That's rid right. of I it all. Get back down. I I uh I didn't get rid of it all. That one, Gee, Toledo. You got a good picture of me there too, next to Super Fat Frank. That yeah. uh, now stop. That's, that's enough. Don't that's hurt him anymore. And that's your friends Bob and Tom that have that one. 
Yeah. That's their Twitter page. I'm going to go pleasure myself to myself. Yeah, yeah. You should put those pictures up. Now, I would be all over that if you had I'm, before and after pictures all over your house. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> there is. Yeah, I'm, I'm hey, in between there. slim down. Uh, how do you do it? Oh, Michelle looks fantastic in that. Now I want to go home. Was man, it uh, a man. lot of ping pong? What, what did it for you, Frank? Ping pong's a lot of it, but eating better. It's uh, yeah, not eating, that not and, eating uh, everything. Just, uh, letting, yeah, Michelle looked great. Yeah, there. that's a great picture, Michelle. I'd hang that one in my house. Can I? Let's make that deal. I'll put pictures of I'll early. put pictures of you and your yeah. family up at my house, and you do this. Wait a second! I used to have a picture know, right? of you. Well, and that's your... what I used to give people as gifts because right. I was just. But nobody else put them up, myself. right? We no. had them up for like it was up, up for maybe ten years <laughs> until we met Megan, and we're like, it's a little awkward. Yeah, it's got the ex-wife. It was a well, I gave it to you after the divorce because I was getting rid of all my pictures of my right. old wedding, and I'm yeah. like, well, somebody's got to get a hold of yeah. these. These are nice frames. Yeah. So I would just give Gertrude. Eighty-five people got pictures. I always forget that that was even part of your life. It's it is. So, so do I. To remember that that was you. I just. Yeah. I, rem- I don't remember. It was that a lovely photo, Frank. too, if I recall. Oh, beautiful. Very nice picture. Yeah. The setting was slightly nice. blurry kind of thing. Right yeah. Here. Well, it had to be because of me. Yeah. I just noticed the caption on this one. What's it say? Frank, Frank Caliendo Gorilla Trainer. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. People are making fun of you, Frank. Oh, yeah, as long as it makes me money, I don't care. Yeah, you were, you were clearly <laughs> fat and happy. Listen, look, I, did you just listen to the last 15 minutes? <laughs> you were so rich. Yeah. Man. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. You're worried about me with captions? I've just been berated constantly for the sake of trying to sell tickets to stand up live. That's right. And then he, look at you bringing it home. Yeah. The driver. I, no, there's, yeah. I, yeah. I, I call that the driving squirrel. It's diving squirrel. Yeah. Diving, diving. Diving squirrel. Just stop that. talking. Brady reported. God, it. it would have been so great. That sounds like he's eating cake again. Driving school instructor. Help yeah. me. Dive, Help me. A I'm diving back on the wagon or off it. I don't know. <laughs> But I love that you just noticed I'm willing to make fun yeah. of myself. That's Eric decided to take 15 minutes pause and then go, I'm going to take a shot. <laughs> Nobody's going to come swinging like me. Wait a second. Yeah, here it comes. Okay. Back at you, Andrew Garfield. That picture of uh, your wife is is spectacular. Yeah, she's, yeah. That's, that's the one that's I have. That's the woman I married. Michelle. Yeah. That's the one you have? Yes. Oh, yeah. I know about that, too. <laughs> It's Do you out. guys think you'll get fat again together, like down the road? You know, I'm hoping so. Yeah, <laughs> you, you hit reset. You can do it again. Uh, yeah, like that's that's with Ru- that's when we met Russell Wilson. Russ. Oh. Oh. Russ. R Dubs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I know him. Good friends. Oh, I'm, I used to be. He got a little clingy. Yeah. So I had to kind of. No, you're able to do that at your I'd level. You're able to walk away. I'd I separate. still need these people. You need them. <laughs> yeah. I, I need everybody I can. I separate. I have no problem with it anymore. I used to try and deny it. And his wife like, started yeah. to come on to me because. You know, I heard about Ciara. that. Ciara. That is weird. <laughs> it's creepy the way it is. That it was gross. Yeah. But you're a good guy. I'm too nice. Yeah. Just... I give to Brady's RV all the time. The poor kid <laughs> on the back of that thing is not in good shape. <laughs> Pays for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm paying for Brady's RV. Here's another ten bucks. We gotta get that cure for whatever's wrong with the guy in the back of your RV. I forgot about the one of you eating. Pretty funny. Eighteen-year-old Emma Davison lives in Seminole, Florida, and she's been living with her forty-three-year-old mother. But over the weekend, she announced she was moving out, and she was taking the family's pet hedgehog with her. Uh oh. Her mom said no, Emma. Not good, Florida. (laughs) Her mom blocked the door to where the hedgehog lives. It had its own room. Yeah, I guess so. Took some pride. Just Ching Chavez. 
What do you think like the local news is like in Florida? Oh, do they it's even gotta be four hours they, long every day? Do they day. use any of these stories? <laughs> no. Like it's just normal. <laughs> yeah, like to us this true. is crazy stuff, but to them it's like uh this yeah. again. Are we really gonna lead with a hedgehog story? Who hasn't had this problem? So she uh removed her mom from the door, got yeah. blocked her out of the way, and then punched her a few times. She's in trouble. There's a woman in Cocoa Beach. Oh, here's who, uh, a picture of Emma. woman at Cocoa Beach who got in a fight with her daughter over a hedgehog. Oh, why don't we just report that the sky is blue? It is. It's Florida Daily. Have you played uh, Florida Man on the internet? No. You put in Florida Man oh. and your birthday, and a story will come up on that day, and it's always insane. Every day of the year you've got it. Well, that's the hedgehog girl? Yep. She's a beauty queen. Yeah, there's enough diffusion in that photo that I don't believe it. There's a little, her <laughs> nose is missing, but that, that happens a lot in social media where the yeah. small picture they're gorgeous, and yeah. then you take a look at the full size, and you're like, they're right. really gorgeous. It's the new small. glamour shot. It is. It's filters to the point where when you meet the person, it's always disappointing. Yeah, I just found out Stephen A. Smith is not a baby. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Have you oh seen the God. Stephen A. Smith yeah, baby it's filter? Hilarious. Brilliant. Stephen A. Smith baby filter. He's. I have to say, goo goo gaga. Frank, how do you picture uh, Leif McGowan? What would Leif McGowan look like? Sixty years old. Uh, used to be uncharmed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Rose McGowan. Oh, this is her uh, her uncle, Leif. Uh, Leif. Leif. Uh, an explorer. Mm-hmm. Viking. Uh, Leif McGowan, uh, drunkard looking with um, disheveled hair, kind of thing. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah, pretty good. He. Uh, I saw Johnson it. County. Iowa, he did see it. Oh, well, then why'd you ask? But, no, I didn't. I didn't see it. I just <laughs> tell you. He peaked at the end. Joe. Oh. Let me see. He's got uh, busted for driving down the highway the wrong way in a semi for the third time. No, that's not. Third time? Yeah. And that's what <laughs> well, there's saying. a three strike policy a on that. No, the th- I mean, you there's, get a couple of goofs. That's his. But if you yeah. point. Oh, yeah. yeah he, look, now he just looks more like a pedophile. That mustache is. <laughs> that is. That's kind of the. Yeah, right? he's a pedophile. Yeah, I mean, creeper. Yeah. He's, he's the, the guy in jail who, just on looks. Oh yeah, he's the guy who sweeps up the CVS until kids come in, and then he's got to go in the back room because he's not allowed to be out with them. He lives in Johnson County. He's going the wrong way on the freeway. That's no good. He's got a bracelet. You're allowed three of those in Iowa, though. Third time there, you got one more, Wayne. Did I ever tell you the the, the they turn into Gruden there? Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story about Michelle's dog trainer for her her terrible dog uh-uh. Tyler in uh, Cleveland? He got he was the guy who got in trouble in the Cleveland area for fi- pulling people over and was a fake cop. Really? He was the dog trainer. And I said, something's wrong with this guy. He's wearing galoshes on a regular day, <laughs> on a sunny day. Like, something's just wrong with this guy. And he tucked his pants into the, like, something's wrong. And then we get away from the trainer, and like a two years later, he found out he's pulling people over and they're trying to make citizens arrest for speeding. And really? Stuff like that. Yeah, creep. The galosh is in a regular day is a dead giveaway. I'm not, I'm not, that guy's never coming back to the Maybe house. they're comfortable. No, no, no they're not. They're, nope. No, she, she, he was like at like a Petco yeah. or something like that. One of those types of things. You know what else is comfortable, Eric? A robe. But a guy at, at Safeway wearing one is off. But, no, see, here's the thing. You just described my son, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and you're right. Yeah, but he's a player. There's a difference. Michelle said today she thinks he's in the CIA. And I, was, I was like, why? He goes, she said he doesn't answer anything specifically. He's like, he wants to go to a party today with a bunch of friends after school. He's like, where are you going? Uh, just down the street. <laughs> where? You know, a Round little about. ways away. A couple. You'll the, know when you know.
Are there going to be drugs there? Probably drugs everywhere, Mom. You don't understand. <laughs> well, he was a bubble boy for all those years, so now he's breaking free. Tell you yeah. what, there's some truth to that, bro yeah. hamburger. <laughs> the uh, squash championships were held in northern Spain over the past weekend. and That's the uh, world squash? Sparked, yeah. sparked a debate about sexism because the female participants were given a... Awarded vibrators, sex wax, and a kit to remove. Uh, Sounds more like squish than squash. Mm, foot yeah. calluses. I'm not sure I understand anything you said. Sexism. They, because the lady participants were given vibrators oh. as prizes. But why were they, why were they given that? I don't understand. Yeah. Why is uh, that a, a... That's a weird prize. It's an odd prize. Yeah. Well, I think the uh, the man running the tournament thought it would be good... They'll have fun with this. They'll think it's funny. Let's give them a vibrator. Yeah, that's real smart. That is, yeah. In this day and age, that's a brilliant idea. Is that a country everybody else wants us to be like? What was it? Yeah. Where was it? Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the age of consent's like 11. And they're giving out vibrators at golf tournaments or whatever that was. Golf (laughs) tournaments. I don't know. They're handing them out like crazy. On the third hole. Kualik Nye from North Korea is having a hard time putting. She seems to be orgasming on that green. And that's the first one she's ever had. Look at her. She looks like Brady. That one that one uh, girl golfer was the size of you. Uh, what's her name? Shri... Uh, Shri Ripak? No. Shri no. Lanka? She looks just like Fat Frank and Brady had a baby. No. And then like uh, put, put her directly in the sun because <laughs> her eyes squint. Well, she, they have to. It's where she's from. Very sunny place. But she's the Korean golfer, and I swear to God, I wanted for three Halloweens in a row if Brady could get into that dress. Oh, but Fat Frank would have been even better. No that, dress. Fat, fat Frank would have dwarfed oh. Brady. You think? Yeah. Oh, Kurt. Yeah, yeah, Kurt Brady's nice size. He's fine. Yeah. He's a nice size Brady. Nice That's size. a good size Brady right now. Oh, husky. You got husky. a nice size Still Brady. Husky. NSB, nice size Brady. Uh, That's not her. Cammy Rita. This is just all the choices. Yeah, those are hot Korean. Korean LPGA golfers. Well, she's not going to be on the list. Chinese. No, no, no. The one I'm thinking of is Korean. Park? MB Park. That's, no, maybe that. I don't know. Which one is MB Park? There's one that looks, there she is. Yeah, that's Brady. That's MB Park. It's Brady. That's Brady you know and Fat what? Frank's baby. I got to believe you're right there. <laughs> that's Brady. <laughs> oh my God, look at that. She's trying to sell pork. <laughs> you should have MB Park eating ribs in the back of your RV. <laughs> Korean, Korean ribs? Yeah, Korean I had to Photoshop that. Holding a bottle. Look at that. Showing a, little, showing yeah. a little belly. Oh, her belly's oh, hanging yeah, out that's over. That's my follow through. <laughs> that's Brady golfing. When she won a tournament, she was smiling and she walked up like she was leading the Ohio State band onto the green. <laughs> and I'm like, she even walks like Brady. I mean, that's when you're on the men's and women's tees at the same time, Chachi. <laughs> In B Park and Brady. Oh, upskirt shot. Mm. Hello. Jeez. <laughs> Damn. In B Pork. That's the new mask. I'm going to get in B Park. That's a weird shot to get. That's pretty throwing off the first pitch at a Diamondbacks game. Oh, no, wait. That's in B Park again. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. She is a thief. So, uh, Cammy Rita is a Sherpa mountaineer. He extended his record for successful climbs of Mount Everest with his 24th ascent. He did it uh, twice in the past week. It's just not a big deal. I don't understand these businessmen spending sixty grand, and we give them. Oh my God, you climbed Everest! Yeah, with a dude that did it Tuesday and then again Thursday. It's just 
the Sherpas are the real magic here, and nobody ever gives them all the credit, which is they carry all your stuff. They're going up and down that thing like it's escalator. Yeah. And every time I see an article like that, I'm like, oh, great. Now more yeah. people are going right. to line up to do it. Climb Everest now with technology and the yes. equipment. And Sherpas, who were like, we've got this path. Like, don't okay. worry about it. The dude did it twice in one week. It's like Camelback to him. It's yeah. no big deal. Which I have struggled with. Yeah, it's a, I'm, I'm just as proud. It's not me doing this, but it's... it's <laughs> You know, there's so many fit people. Oh, you take the, Sherpas on camera? They didn't even oh, have, yeah. like, uh, in the movie Everest, like, the Sherpas were kind of an afterthought. They mentioned them. They talked about how they were getting killed and stuff. But it was all about Josh Brolin's bravery and all the other hikers. It's like, you guys, I guarantee you on that mountain, we're screaming, what now? What now? And Sherpas like, we're screwed. This isn't supposed to happen. By the way, people are uh, sharing their favorite Frank picks now. Oh, good. With us. This is one from uh, wow, that's when you Mad were TV. Pat Oswalt, a lesbian. <laughs> That's a thicker one. That is you as passion. Oh, you know what? Google uh, Frank Cayetti and Frank Caliendo. That's a thick one. Where were the spell? where the Kilborn guys? Uh, How do you spell Cayetti? C A E I T I A. Any of that? <laughs> You're just saying letters. Yeah. It's it's like C. There's you and Steve Kime. Why? Hey, oh yeah, I forgot. Buddies. Click on that for a second. Drinking Let's, buddies. Let's, uh, Let's reenact that photo. Move on. <laughs> Let's Don reenact Org. that picture. <laughs> Where's Kayeti? C A E T I. C A E T I. Niner six. No. Who is Frank Kayeti? That guy. No. Uh, no. Is it? No, no. There's two of us together on doing the Kilborn guys. No, on Mad TV, really not. Did you put my name on there too? No. Mm-hmm. Speaking put, of put pictures on Kilborn, of Kilborn, Kilborn too. Yeah, no kidding. This guy's Jeez. been. We got to look at Frank's entire history of the internet. Now. I have a feeling he's done this a few times. Yeah. No, I just yeah, like I told you, I look for fat me, <laughs> fat Frank everywhere. No, it's, it's I don't remember that sketch that I was probably barely in. <laughs> All right, that's enough of this. Pretty finished. Well, Frank figures out who Frank Coyote is. Is he still with us? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. He's one of those poor guys that had a chance to go to Saturday Night Live and, and, he took and accidentally took Mad TV first. <laughs> he signed the wrong paper. Yeah. And then he was a talented guy. A 44-year-old guy named Tan Nan. He lives in Hunan, uh, China. <laughs> Everything has to rhyme in this man's Sounds life. Sounds like a bit. Tan I'm Man, Tan from Hunan. <laughs> My favorite thing to do on weekend is Poonan. Go drinking. Drinking. He uh, drank so much he passed out, and then he woke up the next morning, found him. My penis is missing! Oh, my God. Someone chopped it off. And he's fine with that? Well, at least the good news is when he woke up and he's like, my penis is missing. Oh, there it is laying next to me. He may have done it The guy left it. Not sure if he did it himself, but they rushed uh, to the hospital. Seven-hour surgery. Doctors were able to reattach it. Man. It's working again. But all two inches is fully functional. That's racist. I know a guy named Yan Man. Yan Man? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Man Yan? Yan Man. Yan Man. I'm actually not sure. No, a guy I'm named Yan Man. I call him Man. That's a green guy. Yan Man. Man, I love yeah, this man. guy, man. Coca-Cola's bringing back new Coke. See that? Yeah. It, was, it rolled out in 1985, but they're doing it to promote the uh, upcoming season of Stranger Things. Oh. But you can really know, call it new Coke? They're going to call it new sure, Coke. It's 35 years old. And who was the pitch man in 1985? Max Headroom, uh, right? No, that was Pepsi. Catch the wave, cuck. No, it was catch no. the wave, cuck. Oh. They switched him in because he was originally Pepsi. No, no. no. Max Headroom was always... Uh, no, alternative universe. Are you sure? Yeah, Mandela. 
Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby, everybody. Wow, died. everybody's Bill wrong. Right. Bill Cosby was died. Bill Cosby was Max Hedron. Yes. <laughs> Just try the new yeah. Coca-Cola, miss. You see? Catch the wave Coca-Cola. This is kids like to drink. Dip, dip, drink. Do you remember that was Coke? They used a version of him in Future Back to the Future. Remember that in the... Oh, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, That's right. When he was ahead of his time. Yeah. Is Who he knew? still alive? Max yeah, Hedron? he's now Christopher Titus. Is he? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Had a whole TV show in it. That, that was, was phenomenal. So odd yeah. to remember. Jeez. He was just, I thought he was Pepsi. For what a great idea. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. There you go. Well, we just spent 20 minutes looking at Fat that Frank, Frank picks. Hey. Good, hey, though. it got the audience engaged. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's the goal, about, right? That's right? all you're doing. If that's about. what you want to call it. No, I'm getting a lot of pictures of people who searched out Fat Frank, so evidently it did. <laughs> yeah. It all works out well for yeah. him. It's hot, great. Well, that's hot. the idea. That's called promotion, Eric. You'll learn. You'll learn how this works. We have a guest. We promote his thing. Hot chicks and Fat Frank. That's right. Two things that mm. don't go together. That's what, Brady's new restaurant. These things Ooh, like hot other? Franks. Hot chicks and fat Franks. It's my chicken and hot dog restaurant. I love how you decided to put the S on at the end. Fat Franks. Franks. <laughs> he wasn't sure. I could feel that. I knew where you were at with that. You were like, yeah. I'll, maybe. Yeah, he just said it. it that way. I'll do it. Fat Franks. <laughs> uh, there you go. That is your Brady Report. Brought to you by Hooters. Where John Gruden goes. I'm telling you, somebody always sends me the fat me picture, and that's why that the fat me with Frank Coyette, and that's I'm going to find it. Okay, well we You're can't gonna, wait. It's, no, 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 I'm so I, excited. Yeah, the buildup is not. All overdone right, you know yeah. what? <laughs> nobody knows who Frank Coyette is, and now we get to see a no, fat it's version a of the great fat picture of me. I mean, we just saw a hundred of those. Yeah, but this one's better. I'm going to need to see you next to another fat guy. And I'm going to put it up in you know I'm putting it up in my house, and then I'm yeah. inviting you over. <laughs> I will put that up, and then I'm going to oil paint it. I wouldn't mind. That. I don't have people in my house, but they're like, "Who's this?" I'm like, "That's Frank Caliendo and Frank Cayetti, fat." <laughs> and they'd be like, "We're we're leaving. Why is this man in galoshes?" Who's Frank Cayetti? <laughs> Guy's got rubbers on. Uh, there you go. That's your Brady report. It's 98 KUPD. There you go. Uh, Guns and Roses right there. Patience. It's 8.15 in the morning sickness. A special Wednesday for us because Frank is here. Uh, Kelly Endo's back again, promoting away this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And he's also at uh, Phoenix um, Festival of Drawings. Light Phoenix Festivals. Fan Fusion. Fan Fusion. That's right. Fan Fusion We're, doing the podcast. We literally scientifically fuse fans together awesome. of uh, certain elements. Like you get the Wonder Woman fans with Captain America fans. We will fuse you. Siamese superheroes. Mm. Where's bonded. that? Where's that PC outcry? Yeah, that's the conjoined twins. Then I'd really like to see the, how the fighting power of a, a two legged, two bodied man. You know I'm, what? I'll wow. do it stand up live this weekend. That's okay. right. I'll bring a new that, character. I'll bring those that group out, a character, and I'll do the character for Hang them. That's right. It'll work out great. But uh, Frank's here Saturday and Sunday over at Stand Up Live downtown. If you want to go standuplive.com, you can check it out. Have a Memorial Day fun on. You got nothing to do Sunday night. Sunday night's a dead night, yeah. but it's going to feel like an extra weekend. Saturday. Right. You've got a double Saturday weekend, so go out there Sunday and uh, hang out with Frank. And I've decided I'm going to get fatter again, like oh. some of my great pictures, and when I'm going to come in on Wednesdays, and we're going to call it Plump Day. <laughs> All right. It's Frank's Plump Day. Plump, Plump Day. day. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we'll have not? that happen. Uh, and if you want to go see Frank do that. We also have to give away this uh, Frank. This is pretty sweet. you got game rooms all over your Oh, house. yeah. you got pool table. Oh, yeah. you got a, a foosball. Yeah. you got slot machines. Table tennis. Tons of, you got table tennis. Uh-huh. What's up, what other games you got? Darts? Uh, yeah, darts. i got lawn darts. you got lawn darts uh, yeah, in and, your and, house? And inside That's the real ones. Darts. 
Well, I actually had to put a lawn in my house to have the jarts to make it it's all the best work game out. Room ever. Best game room ever. Yeah, what is this? What, why Because we're giving away a game room. Oh, wait. From what? Prestige Billiards. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's a man cave upgrade. We're going to give that away. That's Pool table, bubble hockey, dartboard, uh, Shelty Eye Electronic stand-up dartboard. So keep score for you. Well, explain to me bubble hockey. Bubble hockey. Remember USA versus Russia in the dome? Oh, in the dome. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. That's and what I pictured. I just wanted to be right yeah, about it because it's right important. On. You nailed it. It's it hockey is and bubbles. The players blow bubbles. Okay. Really cool. yeah. That's not true. That's, yeah. it's, the, it's Lawrence Wilcock. Uh, Prestige Billiards uh, has given this to us, and we're giving it to you guys. If you call right now, you're the eighth caller. We'll qualify you. Corn and Allison Chains tickets uh, are in your hands if you're the eighth caller right now. You can see them on Saturday, August 31st. Then you're qualified to be in our glorious Man Cave Upgrade Contest, and we'll draw five finalists, give you tickets to the Diamondbacks Giants game, and make you perform for us the Friday before Father's Day for the Man Cave Upgrade. Eighth caller, 585-9800. That is the number. We'll take you right now, and if you get it, Congratulations. We may see you playing some pool and hanging out at your house, which is just flat out awesome. There you go. Frankie clapping along with the crowd. What are you here to do, Frank? Just be a part of the show no, and enjoy it. Correct. You're here to sell tickets, my man. Oh. Sell tickets. Well, that's a part of a, enjoying myself and having a great time with that's friends right. and Eric. Is Caliendo's going to sell tickets in just a few minutes. <laughs> that actually made him laugh. Yes. It wasn't even funniest a Funniest thing ever said. Yeah. Friends and right. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> now, now he realized how easy of a joke it was, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I'm sorry I gave Frank that one. I don't like being friends with Frank. His success scares me. Stick to selling tickets. <laughs> that's leave right. The, leave the jokes at home. Oh, well, see, that's how he's got to sell there tickets. That doesn't make any sense. That's not going to so help So far him today, yeah. no tickets. That's <laughs> not going to help him. Not a, wait a second. Eric, it's like he's speaking through me now. Yeah, not even going to happen. Uh, but we'll have Frank Caliendo give these uh, the, the tickets that we have left away. You're helping us. Yeah, you're absolutely. going to work. Oh yeah, we're putting you to work. So we're not sure how we're going to do it yet. What is, what but, are these tickets for? Your show. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Will it make people buy them? No. It gives you the right to buy tickets to Frank's show. No, I'd love to give some away though. Yeah, we will. We'll do that. Uh, Caliendo's here this weekend, and we'll tell you how you can win. Right now though, eight caller five eight five nine eight hundred. You're going to qualify with Corn and Allison Chains tickets, and maybe get a brand new game room in your house. I like that. Uh, it's Lincoln Park right there, Paper Cut. It's 8.37. Our, our special guest today is Frank Caliendo. That's right, yeah. Uh, oops, that's a Brady Report. Frank is here, uh, and he's uh, gloriously promoting himself for the weekend, hanging photos of himself all over the building, and really just celebrating. Yeah, in between the paintings yeah. of me. Yeah. I put pictures in between the paintings. And uh, it is Memorial Day, so it is one of those things you've got to celebrate that way, too. I'm the memorial. You are You are a memorial to My you. day. <laughs> We're going to die? Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good one. <laughs> I like this, Frank. Yeah. I like dismissive, Frank, quite yeah. a bit. What else you guys want to talk Over about? Over the shoulder not looking at you, Frank, is maybe my favorite new Frank. You used to not be able to do this. Yeah, because the fat me. got in the way. My neck didn't turn this way. Your neck pushed you the other direction. Hey, Eric. What? <laughs> All right, we got a game. We got it. We just invented it. It's pretty good. Oh, brilliant. You like Behind it? the scene's incredible. You don't seem that enthusiastic. No, I'm blown away by your efforts. I mean, for someone to... What a dick. For someone... I will kind you right out of this room. Yeah. Just to be part of the process to see how you came up with it Mm -hmm. in between the live segments here. Yeah. Amazing. People are missing the real show. (laughs) What happened? I don't know, but I like it. I like it. I feel like I'm talking with Polly Shore again. Like he wants to leave. Hey, buddy. Uh, we're gonna play a game. Oh, he, mm-hmm. tough week. Tough, tough week. week. For Spatula. Yeah, he wants out. He's done. 
Uh, we're going to play a game with uh, uh, our friend uh, Dick Toledo on the heels of Jon Snow. Uh, we're going to play a game called uh, Bastard Password. The famous bastards will be one team. Remember how password used to work? You had two teams trying to guess one word. Celebrity with a they had a cele- well, yeah, with but a this peasant. Was, two bastards will be on one side competing against Toledo the bastard, uh, and he will have a caller on the line that will be his partner. That we'll, person has to be a bastard. No, 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 you don't. If you're a bastard and you call in, that's just bonus. Yeah. Oh. That's an awesome. That so, would be perfect. I mean, hold on. That's an awesome bonus. My first thought is five eight five nine eight hundred. If you are a bastard, please call in and tell us your bastard tale. If not, we'll still let you play. But it would be better if you were a bastard. So even lying about it isn't a bad idea. That's what bastards do. That's what bastards do. Yeah, that's right. Then you're just a regular bastard, not a real bastard. Right. Bastard password. Is uh, the game five eight five ninety created by Eric the name the name yes yeah. well he came up with the idea of password we've been is trying that why to why do... you're being an asshole yeah what listen we just came up with a name <laughs> we just basically no I just thought it was a good name I, I, very I, yeah. listen there's so it's bastards are in the news I, think I know I know I know that but the name that he put the two together mm. I thought was good for him. See, nobody likes this Frank. You got to be of, the fun yeah. PC Frank. I don't know. Yeah, out of nowhere, this this indignant evil Frank has shown up. <laughs> yeah, well, as if we've you're insulted. You're not going to sell tickets. This yeah, that's you know right. what? No sometimes, one wants to see this. Sometimes, guy. you know what? I want to see him. <laughs> I do too. Actually, I'm not going to lie. You know, it's I, almost Gordon Gecko Frank. I feel like you're going to tell me I'm doing it all wrong. I like that. Yeah, I both. <laughs> I gave it through the through the, through the looking glass. <laughs> Nobody's buying it, Frank. Yeah, no one thinks you're this mean. No, there are people are who do. I'm probably yeah. tripping. Uh-huh. All right. Well, we'll play the game. They work for me. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> See, I don't know how to respond to you like this. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know who this is. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, God. You know what? No, this is and a I don't game. like this great one great game. Let's do it. Jay Leno have a dad? Let's make it happen. Jay Leno. It's, like, it's not Jay Leno. I just have a lisp. No, I don't like this character okay. at all. No, not this one. Yes. No. How about I'm, me? I don't know where you're coming what, from. Where are you coming from? Hello. Do you want to be uh, John Snow? No. Jack Nicholson? No. He's a bastard. Or nobody. Or just Frank. How should, you, yeah, you're I'm, a I'm father. A, I'm the other bastard. Just a jackass. <laughs> you're the definition of the new bastard. Yeah, whatever. I will chime Can, you. I will chime you. You keep it up. I will do it. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. All right, that's right. Uh, it's 842. If you want to play 585-9800, and uh, we'll play Bastard Password with our friend Jack Nicholson, John Snow, and Dick Toledo. The resident bastard of the show. It's 98 KUPD. Call now and you could win all sorts of things. Offspring right there. Got to get away. It's 857 in the morning sickness. And it's just about that time for Frank to sell tickets. That's what I say. Frank's going to be at uh, Stand Up Live this weekend for Memorial Day. And uh, you can get your tickets to StandUpLive.com. Frank, you have a phone number for that? I do, John. It's 480-719-6100. And I'm doing this with the subtlety of Brady Bogan. That's right. <laughs> 480-719-6100. 719-6100, or just go to stand-up live if you feel so inclined and too lazy to use your phone. Wow. Go to, or at stand-up live on the drink a drink. various forums of right. media and social. Not even a, a, I would never describe that even slightly as a heavy-handed promotion. Yeah? No, it was very smooth. It felt like people didn't know what I was trying, the message I was trying to convey. It felt like regular conversation to me. Hey, I mean, I could do it again. I'll just no, no. slip it in there. Very engaging way to do it. You think that's that too in. much, John? <laughs> do you? It's hard being friends with you. Yeah. 
Because it's fun to watch you turn into other people. Brutal. You're weird. Yeah. Uh, we got a game to play. I feel very charactery today. Are you? Okay. Shots. We are showing do. that. All right. Yeah. Don't start there, in with your crap. It might no. have been. You know, <laughs> Why did he just say chachi to you? Because he's trying to bait you into doing something. Chachi. I didn't even know he was here. Brady's Homer Simpson when Krusty uh, went nuts and you just heard from the crowd, Don't you hate pants? Because he wanted him to do his pants bit. Brady just did a chachi. He's a puppeteer. <laughs> Wasn't anywhere near a Dennis Miller what you're up to. Brady was just in the mood for it. <laughs> chachi. <laughs> hey, Brady. I wonder if he'll do, do it. it if I just say chachi. Yes, yes right? I'll try it. Hey, the password hey. is chachi. <laughs> <laughs> it took me out of character. Brilliant. Sorry, yeah, Good right. stuff, Thank John. You. Good Thanks, stuff. Kid. Thanks. You should be at Stand Up Live this weekend like <laughs> Frank. Thanks, Frank. 480-719-6100. Let's do this. Right? Let's, you and I will get out of here. And we'll, uh, we'll go talk in the hallway, and we'll let the others come in. Building the fourth wall. See what I did there? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. So Frank and I will leave. Uh, and it's time to play the game Bastard Password, everybody, with our incredible host of Bastard Password. It's Creepy Bergeron again, Aaron. Thank you, John. Let's meet our master. You might know him from the Night's Watch with, he, with his big ginger pal. It's Jon Snow, everybody. That's right, I'm Jon Snow, known as Aegon Targaryen, son of Lanya Stark, and Rhaegar Targaryen, the late Prince of Dragonstone. You don't smile anymore, From John. infancy. Where's the smile? I was presented as the bastard son of Lord Eddard Stark, Lyanna's brother, raised by Eddard Stark and his lawful children, the House of Stark at Winterfell. Jesus, we don't need your whole backstory. I'm the Lord of the North, King of the North. Here's a bag of sausages for your uh, for ghost. I had a wife who was my aunt, and I killed her. And I also hurt. have a dog named Ghost, and a good friend with red hair. My name is John. Nice to meet you, John. Let's meet our next bastard. He will be Jon Snow's teammate. It's uh, star of The Shining, Batman, and the horrible movie The Comebacks. It's Jack Nicholson, everybody. <laughs> Listen, I, uh, I'd love to go through my plethora of credits like my friend over here. But I believe you have a little thing called Google, don't you, Eric? I do, yeah. Maybe next time you could dive into it a little bit and tell the people about me so I don't have to take this many deep breaths. Describing myself. Well, I did. I did tell people about it. Oh, you then excuse movies. me for being a part of this. I don't know how my partner is a bastard. <laughs> he is tell a me bastard. how you're a bastard. What? What? Didn't what? You, didn't you marry your, uh, or, or you found out your aunt was your mom? Was what she... if I did? Well, that kind of makes you a bastard. Who cares? <laughs> that means you can't follow the children. You have to be part of Night's Watch. <laughs> follow me as I am your Lord Commander. Buster John Snow. Do you guys have a team name or anything? Did you come up with a, a name? No. No. <laughs> you need a team name. I thought we did. <laughs> no. The North. The Bastards of the North? I don't know why we're wasting time with all this. Okay. Sorry. Winter is coming. I'm going to go I've with seen it. the Nuts Watch. <laughs> the Nuts Watch, everybody. <laughs> I like that. That's the first time I've smiled in days. <laughs> Impending doom awaits us all. I've seen it on the wall. You're bringing me down, jackass. I was declared king of the north. I have responsibilities. Oh, blah, blah, blah. All right, let's meet our next team. Marry a cousin. You married my aunt. I tried to. Daenerys Targaryen. 
and her war for Westeros began, and I bent the knee. I bent more than that. <laughs> All right, and our next she scene. bent both knees. Features High five. Up. <laughs> Are you done? The most boring man on earth, our producer, Dick Toledo. But he has a great backstory. Wow, thanks, everybody. Uh, from Montana, Greg Bozeman. The uh, son that's of That's enough father. of this, Boston. Uh, yeah, that's, that's enough. We don't need any more of that. And we also have DJ on the line. He will be your partner. <laughs> Hold on. The Dick Toledo character is making me laugh <laughs> excessively. Listen, I. the truth is, I've never thought of you as born. <laughs> But in this game, you're incredibly boring. Wow. All right. Could you, you uh, He seems to be missing that flair. I was going to say, other contestants could you rub have. off on my partner over here? Because Don't rub off on me. I have a dragon. Yeah. A hot dragon. I don't think your dragon likes you. I want to give you a hot dragon. Well, you're dragging the show down. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm getting jokes from Brady. We I'm have sorry. To, I we wasn't... have to meet Toledo's partner, guys. Shut up, will you? All right. Uh, on Is the line. Is he a bastard? Uh, actually, his parents hated each other a lot and got divorced real early, so I don't, not really. My father's head was chopped off. Yeah, that, that was pretty bad. Uh, it's DJ, everybody. <laughs> DJ. Say hi to DJ. One letter <laughs> off divorced? of great. They, they, they were never together, but yeah. Oh, they were never together. Here. Then you're a bastard. Never more together. a bastard. Perfect. Well, yeah, Let's I'm, play I'm the definition of a brown bastard. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, do that. Bastard. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the brown bastard was born here in Arizona, grew up in California a little bit, but came back here. Uh, do shoot metal roofing. I fought in the Battle of Ice and Fire. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Also killed Sounds many good. people. I've, murdered, I've watched hundreds of men die. Yeah. And for what? Let's play bar. the game. Go back to the night bar. Yeah, let's do this. All right, we'll start off with uh, uh, DJ and Toledo. Let them go first. So I need everybody to cover their ears so I can give All DJ of us? The... Yeah. Well, you can if you want. It I'm matter. the giver. <laughs> You're the giver. I love giving. He's the giver. I'm the receiver. I'll cover my ears <laughs> right. with my ample puffy stuff wearing a lot of clothes. DJ, here's your password. I can still hear you. It is gingerbread. I, I heard it. Did you hear it? I did. Well, I'm did trying not? not to, but I heard it. <laughs> You're supposed to hear it. You're a giver, idiot. I'll pretend like I didn't. Okay. No, you're doing it again. I'll do a different one. Son of a bitch. <laughs> DJ. Yeah. The password is <laughs> whisper. Did you do it? Jack Nicholson did it. <laughs> no, did dude, do I couldn't hear that. Did it's he a... hear it? Can you text it no, to I him? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't hear it over the... Uh, oh, man. This is... <laughs> All right, plug your ears again. I, the password is whiskey. Whiskey. Gotcha. Got DJ? All right, got DJ's it. got it. Yeah. Got it. yeah. DJ's got it. I realized my error. I was doing the sound into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little annoying. Well, now you know what it, likes. it feels like for us around you. I was in the back. I captured a white. <laughs> the back. White, a white what? I also bedded a wildling. I'm not proud of it. Was part of my history. That was your first, wasn't it? It was. That was me when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DJ. You got to get uh, Toledo to guess the password. Great one. All right. That got me. Give him... <laughs> That's funny stuff. I'm cramping. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that no. was great, Joe. Oh, I peed a little bit everything, man. I feel like... <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes you have to lighten the mood. I just turned into Michelle. We've lost the nut swatch. Uh, All right. <laughs> and now I'm cracking up at my own name. <laughs> All right, give him your first clue there, DJ. Bastard. Go ahead. All right. Um, brown liquid. Diarrhea. <laughs> Second clue. You only get okay. one shot. Shot glass. Shot glass. Jägermeister. And the final Close. clue. You got one more clue. Final clue will be um, mm, mm, uh, bars. Or, uh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I got this. I got this. Uh, Why don't you just give him a whole sentence? <laughs> I don't like uh, this at all. I don't like this either. Um, Come on, you can um, do it. Slightly entertaining. Okay, okay. What? Okay. I have two names. One word clues, <laughs> idiot. Oh, one word clues. Um, one more. Come Burns. On. That's the best I got. I'm sorry. Burns? Burns. Yeah. Irish whiskey. Ah, oh, dude, that's... that's uh, come on. Gotta give the it to answer me. was whiskey. Oh, that counts. Yeah, yeah I'll give right. it to you. Yeah, Irish right, whiskey. One. All right, you're you're my Counts if you don't care about rules. <laughs> I care about all rules. I'm very loyal to rules. All right, John. That's why it. I was brought back to the dead at the behest right. of Sir Davo Seaworth by the Red Priestess Melisandre. No more backstory. What? Uh, we have your, your password to uh, try to get your teammate my... to guess. I like this guy. All right. I actually want him to win. He's starting to grow on. <laughs> Look at me when you talk. John. John. Trying to remember... What this word means. <laughs> Looks like you've been. I'll say. Dangerfield? <laughs> uh... I think my partner needs a CPAP. <laughs> I've got one. I've got one for him. I'm well aware of it. <laughs> this one woke the White Walkers. Dangerfield. Do you have a guess there, Jack I'm Nicholson? Ju uh, <laughs> caddy. Microphone. Stand up. One more. Prior. I've had a few of those myself. <laughs> um, comedian. Yes, the actor's comedian. It's tied one yeah. to one. Oh, wow. I was going to guess that on the first one. But I doubted myself. John! Snow, you ever doubt yourself, Snowy? I doubt myself a lot. I wasn't Snowy. sure I'd ever done the right thing, bending the knee to Daenerys Targaryen before she went mad with her dragons. All right, are you ready, DJ? What a ridiculous snow job. Yeah, let's do this. But I never doubted myself when I killed Ramsay Bolton. All right, cover your ears. Still. You ever... Right. It was the Battle of the Bastards. John, you ever been dead? Once I was dead... Did you ever come back? Resurrected at the behest of Sir Davo Seaworth. I've been over this. Good guy. Are we going to go through the entire show? I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. I, apparently not. Okay, I can't listen? Yeah, you okay. can listen. It doesn't matter. DJ, you're up. <laughs> Let's do this. All right, here's the password. It's doghouse. Doghouse. Wait, wait, wait. One more time? Oh, Jesus. Cover your ears. Oh, God. Doghouse. Oh, okay, that's okay. All right, you got it? All right, good. Got you. You're good. You're good, Jack. Hey, hey, hey. You're good, Jack. Lou Holtz? Yeah, I, I, what I do is for Jack Nicholson, he's a friend of mine. He said, well, he did he, 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 the do the song for me. He said, we don't hear it. It's like being in a soundproof booth. 
All right, three clues. Start with the first one, DJ. Go. First one is what? It's Lou. Lou, we're playing Whoa. a game here. We don't need the Stanislav. We need to get him a helmet. We need to get him a helmet. He literally just carries his character just drooled all over our stuff. And look at the, look look at the, the microphone. I've seen a lot of gross things in my life. Men beheaded, men gutted from their Wildly. nuts a to their throats. Eyes pushed into his skull. I've never once seen anything it's as disgusting as Lou Hope. I'm sorry, Dad. I was born this way. <laughs> Catholic? No, he's born a baby and he acts like one now. He spit up his gobers all over us. You know what? Put a baby filter on me. He needs a bib. I've seen this happen. My father did this. The great Ned Stark before he was beheaded. He ruled on himself. We had to feed him baby food. And he spit it up regularly. All right, give me Sometimes your clue it again. can lubricate. That's all I'm saying. All right, go ahead, DJ. Ready? Yeah. Woof. Dog. Second clue. Shelter. Uh, humane society. Oh. Last clue. <sighs> Backyard. Kennel. Oh. Oh, he's out. It's where I keep ghost. Doghouse. Doghouse is right. Ah. Yeah, yeah. And it's where you're going to be. Yeah, <laughs> So you guys can actually win now if you get this one right. Of course right. we can. Doghouse is where my father, Eddard Stark, lived for years, having <laughs> sex outside marriage and making bastard children such as myself. How many bastards does your dad have? Many. But I'm not a true bastard. As I told you, my real name, Aegon Targaryen. We know, we know. My story needs to be told. Hey, was your dad around? We're both bastards. I know. My my dad, my dad's here. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is for the win. Ghost has a 7,000 square foot doghouse because he's huge. Touching to us. <laughs> Are you ready for the clue, Jack? Absolutely. <clears throat> All right, bastard, listen. Look at me. Fire. Doghouse. <laughs> Stick. Did you give the second clue already? Stick. That was a joke. I heard John, it. John! Johnny! Like your show. You're not understanding. When the jokes happen, I just want you to move faster. Uh, Stick. That's the first clue? Or is that the second? Second clue. What was the first Fire. one? Fire. I don't know if you can do that, but all right. Sure. Okay. Fire. Stick. Then Stick. Cigarette. Frankenstein. Last clue. I know what it is. Vibrator. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was the that was the word you gave no, me. No, it wasn't. That's what I read. DJ, if you get it, we'll give you the prize. All right, torch. It is torch. torch. DJ wins. Frankenstein's what gave it away. That was, that was easy. Hey, buddy, DJ. <laughs> Yo, you're welcome. Yeah, man, thank you. I, I know, I know what That's you did. That's all I wanted I to hear. Appreciate it. Eighteen years before the War of Five Kings, my father Rhaegar Targaryen abducted Lyanna Stark of Winterfell. Anybody else glad the show ended? Yeah, I am now. 
My story still goes on. They didn't kill me. Yeah, we know. And now, I walked off into the woods to start my new show, Main Cabin Builders. <laughs> it's on HGTV. I'd like to join you. Of the North. No babies. <laughs> yeah, leave Lou out. Hey. I'm not allowed to have babies, remember? Eh, you could skirt that. Big but fat carry, Sam had a baby. Right. But I've carried Lou Hawks around. <laughs> Three years of being a bastard and not having a mom care for me because of the toil in my house. I sucked at a giant's teat for nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the same myself. <laughs> you have too? Oh. Which giants? Player. Beautiful ladies. Elizabeth Taylor. Larry Anderson and Frank Caliendo, circa 2008. Wasn't sure which was which. That's the end of Bustard Password. Great work, Bustards. Thanks for playing. Your fur. That's my fur. Winter is here. What a game. I'll buy you Bustards lunch. Back to the north. Off we go. He was great. Back to Flagstaff. I think everyone was great. Yeah, every, everyone was really good, but Jon Snow stood out. Really? <laughs> you think? Yeah, just, uh, there was, uh, he just was able to, uh, I don't know, I just elaborate on I probably stood out because the background I have is so incredibly powerful. Yeah, I was powerful. thinking that. I'm the true heir to the Iron Throne. And thankfully, dragons understand metaphor, so there is no more throne. Here's the thing. He comes in a room and you really feel like you know him. That's true. That's well, he gives you every bit of information yes. about himself. What do you want? <laughs> oh, really? He, oh. I leave you with very few questions. <laughs> Why, no, I have a what are you going to do today? Going to try and watch off a wall for things that used to be. My job has been somewhat tainted by the fact that the thing I'm actually looking out for is dead. Why do we need a night's watch? Yeah, you don't, I don't really know. It doesn't make question. sense. Why because your back? day clock doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> this but guy right here. You're funny. <laughs> you make me laugh. Are you going to go see him this weekend? <laughs> I want you to, I might go. You want him on the wall? I, how great would the show be if I, I sat in the front row? I felt like I was reading right out of the Brady Bogan joke book right there. That was, that was so... As I was saying it, I was like, Brady's like, this is brilliant. There's a problem with sitting right next to town. him. He's leaking onto you. Can I come open for you this weekend telling dad jokes as John Stark in the gear? I'm, uh, Two John, Jews walk into a bar in West Coast. John Snow, right? John, yeah. John, oh, you said John Stark. John Starks, yes, of course. Starks, John. Frank's all about the details. Yeah. John Snow to yeah. Ewing, yes. And then just go up there for the. You've got five minutes, and I would just do the whole introduction. My name is John Snow, born Aegon Targaryen. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about myself. Tell you about me before we get into the funny stuff. Thanks for having me. <laughs> we'll get to the whole outfit. It'll be great. I was declared king of the North. I bent the knee to Daenerys Targaryen. Why did the chicken cross the road? White walkers. Ha oh, Good stuff. They were scared. He was exiled to the... Uh, Funny left already. <laughs> he comes and goes. Oh, okay. Literally. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's go. Brilliant. There's the bas bastard password. Brilliant.
Toledo, you were excellent. Good job, Toledo. You were great. And I don't think there's any way DJ wouldn't have won something. It's 918. There you go. That is bastard password. We tried. 98 KUPD at Chevelle right there. The clincher. It is uh, a glorious moment. We got a Ben Carson argument. Somebody brought us Oreos right here. Uh, it's time now for Brady to entertain us all, right, Brady? Oh, we never said the winner. What was that guy's name? Uh, DJ. No, the Keith Chazzy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keith won the, uh, the, he was the eighth caller, got the man cave upgrade, which now uh, Frank's wife is going to fight to try to win. She, she won, yeah, she said she's calling in. She wants to try to win it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll do it. We'll get her in a game next week. Is that legal? No, we can't. We can't. Why not? Let her play and try to win that. She's, I don't, I'll divorce her so it works. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Oops, say it again. What? 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 Cha-ching, Chavez. How many pool tables you already got, Frank? Uh, you have uh, Oh, yeah. Like, uh, we got three in each house. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and one we got an indoor outdoor one. We keep that one outdoor. Could you imagine that? Always man? room for a new one. The outdoor felt has to be really uh, <laughs> a little crispy. It's got to be rough here. Yeah, but it's but it's, it's just it treatment. Right? It's just a treatment. No, yeah. You just have a felt guy. Spray. Got a felt guy. Replaced what every two months? Ah, it doesn't last that long. I'd say he has a four to five days. Every four to five days, we got a guy yeah. out there uh, refelting. Yeah, Kevin from Prestige Billiards comes over. Oh, refelting. Kevin, he's good. Kevin's oh, man. Oh, the best. Well, that's Frank's life. We don't understand it, but we no, why would you? I don't we want admire. you to. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill uh, with our special guest, Frank Kelly. And it's brought to you by my friends at ReactDefense.com, home of Tactical Black. I had to uh, talk about being challenged yesterday. I had one of those baby fit days. Everything felt wrong. Everything I was doing was wrong. And uh, I just walked out of there pissed at myself that I couldn't get like going. I couldn't get uh, my body right yesterday. I was all upset. And then I got in the car, and all I thought to myself was, I can't wait to get back in there. It is the most fun I'm having, even when it challenges me to a point where I feel like I'm lost and out of it. Getting in shape and learning something that might save your life is uh, absolutely awesome. And being challenged at something you do is new to me uh, at the age I'm at. You don't get that too often. When's the last time you were seriously like, holy cow, this is, I'm not sure I can go. Never. Never, Frank, because you don't challenge yourself. Just walk on your treadmill, man. That's it. And you don't need that. Uh, head on up there to re, uh, reactdefense.com. <laughs> Reminded me yesterday that they uh, also do corporate events, which, of course, and then uh, one of their uh, clients said, hey, I'm having a birthday. Uh, can I have it here and invite a bunch of people, and we'll do, like, a whole seminar? And, get a, and they had cake, and it was catered, and then they did uh, gun defense, and everybody left there feeling like it was the greatest time ever. It's kind of like a, an adult-themed kids' party. <laughs> that sounded dirtier than it needs to be, but, yeah, yeah you know what I meant. Uh, so you can do a party up there if you want to. You can do all sorts of things. They'll do it all and uh, maybe teach you something that you can carry through the rest of your life. ReactDefense.com, home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Jason Alexander says everyone needs to relax about the Game of Thrones finale. Of course he does. Because he knows what it's like to have fans yeah. disappointed. He's been on the other side of this. He, he knows the pain that those actors are going through when a finale stinks. But for the record, he says he loved both finales. He liked the Seinfeld one. Loved them both! Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. You're going to wait to see what happens to some yeah. of their uh, co-stars, huh? Yeah. Get in trouble. Seth Rogen understands that some of the stuff There's in his one. older comedies hasn't aged well. In particular, he, he was oh. doing an interview in GQ magazine. He talked about how uh, one of the bits that's been troubling is from um, the 40-year-old virgin. Um, you know, no, I know you're gay. Yeah. That part. Yep. I, I actually watched it, that not too long ago. Yeah, I'm like, man. They couldn't do that now. Different time. Isn't it weird? A movie, it says it bums him out. That um, he, it's a movie that's 11 years old, and it's like Song of the South now. <laughs> Still a great movie. It's a funny movie. I don't care what yeah, I think it ends But people weird, are but, like that. 
Thank you. That's the thing. You're not you're not celebrating the people. You're just saying these people are like that. Right. There are people. Archie who, Bunker. People right. like you weren't supposed to like them, but people did. You can't help that. And tonight, and I don't know how they're going to do it. Do that live all in the family. They had to. They have to Curious. pick a, a very safe episode. And I wonder, side by side with the real one, if there's anything they change just to keep people off their back. Because Archie Bunker today, Would with, without my grandpa, there's no. Yeah, <laughs> there's no possible way you could even quote him properly or just have the beefs Archie had Archie had a problem with people of color It'll it wasn't that he was outwardly racist he just was skeptical didn't he say I, I don't like anybody who ain't me exactly that's basically what it was you can't have no black guy why don't you do me a favor and report jeez that'll be interesting that's, that's tonight right ABC you be. said so I don't know the Biebs is releasing a de- deodorant oh, called Here and Now. Bieber, huh? Jeez, these guys Plant floating based, around in their little All natural, vegan, cruelty-free. They didn't test it on any animals. Just on his wife. Haley sprayed it in her eyes. Wow, it you know what? You know what else was weird? Did you guys watch the Muhammad Ali thing on HBO? Not yet. Muhammad yeah. Ali's a hero. And like, there's like nine times in that that are things where Muhammad Ali would have been torched in social media. When... Uh, because um, it used to be a boxing term when you get a little punch drunk called Queer Street. And uh, Dick Cavett asks him in a thing and says, I, I don't want to see you going down Queer Street. And Muhammad looks at him and goes, do you mean like? And he does the whole gay lisp and the right. wrist thing. And if he'd do that today, if that was, you know, Deontay Wilder doing that, it'd be like, we're going to strip him of his belt. We really need to discuss Can how. Can we use that, though, on, uh, you know, if George Washington was alive today and he had all those slaves. Right. And- but that's my point. <laughs> well, they do do that. They do say that about him, but then sure. they wouldn't say it about Muhammad Ali. But that's it. retroactive uh, but, I mean, history. But you you start to whitewash it. You can't go there. No, but that's well, you can't go there. But I'm yes, you can because we're retroactively getting people now, and we're not doing as much as we were a year and a half ago when it seemed like all the rage. But it does seem like if you and you're whitewashing history, Dumbo. You're talking about like the Kevin Hart situation. Yeah, but you're talking like about that. Dumbo, and we'll re-release it, but with all the parts that are gonna. It's you know, it's from the '40s, so. I know there's. I don't you're, release you're it. You're not against that, are you? Would you rather them release it with the crows? It's book burning, if you ask me. So you, because it's like taking pages out of Mark Twain's books. Well, I, I don't remake not, it if you can't. Don't do it. There's I mean, no you remake. Oh, I'm not talking you're, about the remake. You're comparing Re- Dumbo to Mark no, no, no. Twain. I mean. Well, but yeah, it's, it's the a, same it's thing. an amazing piece of art. Make a new story. Yeah, okay. they did. And when they redid it, but I'm talking about re-releasing. If they ever do anything re-released, oh. Dumbo's going to edit out parts that are uncomfortable today. Right. Then don't re-release it. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. saying. I mean, it's, it's exactly like what I was when you take out books oh, and you edit out things that are uncomfortable today, you're just taking out what was the part. You know, you can't do it. Exactly what I'm saying. I know, Frank. You and I are on the same page. So good. <laughs> Cher's releasing a new genderless fragrance. Aren't they all? Really? Called WTF by Cher. Well, no, it's called Odeg Couture. Yeah, I know, but I mean, they're genderless in that my perfume bottle doesn't have a dick or a vagina. They're just bottles of You're things. being very literal. I am, because you can spray it on you no matter what gender you are. It works When's the either last way. time you used perfume? If I liked it, I could. It, like, my gender's not going to just push it back into the bottle. Nope. Oh, this happen. is just for girls. It's not going to block <sighs> All guys blocker. have used their wife's deodorant to- Absolutely. Yep. Every day. Yeah. Every day? You Every liked it so day. much? All over. Yeah. For a while there, when times were tight, Megan would put it on herself, and then I would just rub my armpit on hers and try to share as much I know, as I, I could. I have pictures. <laughs> I yeah. put those up. That was a nice thing. Yeah. It doesn't, 
the whole genderless thing's a stale. In uh, his new book, Moby claims he had a brief romantic fling with Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. She was 20. You didn't. This would be uh, 17 years ago. He was 36. Oh, Port- I-, I thought. Natalie he says, uh, yeah. I was a bald binge drinker, and Natalie Portman was a beautiful movie star, but she was in my dressing room flirting with me. Good kill. Their relationship ended up um, when she, uh, it, it ended, she called him and told him she met someone else. Oh. Natalie, version of the story says, Uh-oh. He raped me. I wasn't 20, I was 18. And uh, she said, we hung out a handful of times before I realized this was an older man who was interested in me in an inappropriate way. Hey, she was, was creepy. You're 18, yeah. But you're an adult. Of course he's interested in you in a creepy way. That's what men are. She's also very disturbed oh, that he's yeah. used this story to sell books. Yeah. Hmm. Shouldn't have slept with Moby. <laughs> yeah, whether or not. Yeah. Well, not whether or not. She slept with him. Didn't. Because I didn't hear anywhere in there. It's like, I'll sue him. It's all lies. She just bashed him a little bit. Bobby said away. that she slept with him? For no, sure. no. I'm going with that. No, I'm running with that. <laughs> okay. Why else would you include it in the right. book? I never nailed her, though. Oh, this we hung out a dumb. couple of times. What's, Why'd you tell me about that? Went, you know, was it oral? What, what yeah, what'd here? you get off of her? That's why I'm reading Moby's book. There, there's no reason for me to read Moby's book if it's just tales of who he's met. Although, I met Natalie Portman once. Yeah, how'd that go? We had a lot of fun. Did you? Oh, no. I don't have sex with really famous girls. Here's a list of women you've never heard of that I slept with. Yeah, everybody was trying to nail her when she was 18, probably. Every guy in Hollywood. Look, Natalie Portman, when you turned 18, there was a large group of American men who went, Finally. (laughs) You Uh want to know creepy? Watch a bunch of 30-year-old guys watching that uh, professional professional movie and try to figure out how they're feeling. What am I feeling? I'm not supposed to feel this. It was her fault is what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, wow. It was. She did a movie where a 50-year-old man started to fall in love with her 12-year-old self while they killed people. I think this is victim shaming. No, it's not. She's not a victim. She She just had a guy like her. It would be shaming. It's not victimization. (laughs) subject Yeah, it's not victimization. Someone likes you. I'm a victim of being liked too much. I have that problem. I know. Yes! You're angry over it. I wonder if she would go back and say, you know what? I wouldn't take that part. I think she has. Yeah. She has talked about it. Before you met your beautiful wife. Yeah. uh, You were in comedy. She was 12. Right. Maybe get out. Did you uh, did you ever have a, a dalliance with a famous person? Like not necessarily sexually, but like a, oh my god, this this is Eight. weird. Like uh, I'm, in a, I'm in a room with this person and she's yes, she likes me. Tom Cruise. No, no, no. Did you ever have like no. a woman? No, nobody. No, no like nobody you. ever had interest in me. My nobody wife. ever even hit on you. Your wife didn't even like your when show. When I had my show, women at my, in my show that were like extras and had smaller parts would come on to me all the time really? and i'm so awkward i you know i'd be just, you didn't know what they were doing i kind of did but i didn't want to guess wrong right yeah which is which is paid off you're safe kept you paid safe. off for me yeah. being as awkward if they as grab your d they're hitting on you nope that guys no. do it too guys would do it more guys grab the d yeah they didn't care yeah i'm I, with and you i was good i didn't care either fine yeah i've literally you find it. it it's yours <laughs> yeah there's truth to that I've li- I'm, I'm as awkward as you, and I've literally been in a room with a girl who was almost all the way naked and thought to myself, I'm pretty sure I could do this. Yeah. And I'm not 100%, though. 
I remember getting on stage in Madison, Wisconsin. I did, did an unbelievable set, and I had a lot of those at that time. But I got off the set, and this woman's just kind of rubbing up against me and talking to me. And I was like, hey, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I walked over, and the guys are like, dude, she's all over him. I'm like, oh, that's what that is. <laughs> That's what this Most means. of the time, girls had no interest in me. Right. I didn't know what this was. I'd never been on the stage before well, and had, you know, I realized. Your assumptions are being set up. It's yeah. nice to no, this is totally. I no thought way she Yeah, because she was yeah. probably, I was probably 22 and she was a hot 30, 35 year old. Yeah. And I I wasn't even 22. I was probably, yeah, I was probably nine. Eh, yeah, 22 ish. I was, yeah. was, was it Moby? It was, yeah. You yeah, know Moby. what? No hair. Creepy That's right. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I played, came, walked around with an organ. Yeah. He used to always do that. He's known for it. Natalie Portman, you have a lot in common. Yeah. You were still a virgin. You didn't know what it was. Absolutely. When did you lose your virginity? How old were you? Uh, which time? <laughs> wow. That's so meta. Sense, I don't know. You blew my mind. All right. Uh, it was college. Somewhere. Was it in college? Yeah. Did you try before that awkwardly fumble around him? Uh, with another person? No. <laughs> yeah, of course with another person. Uh, I think. No. I'm trying to make something up. It's not yeah. this hard. You and Brady have the same reaction to this question. <laughs> I still haven't had sex yet. Yeah, I know. I'll be honest with you. Joey's they are one in the same, and you yeah. can talk about uh, sex. I'm, I'm not good at it. That's where I draw. That's where I, a lot of things I'm getting good but it's at talking not a, about. I'm not talking dirty. I'm just asking. But, no, I just, I'm just not comfortable at it. Yeah. Really? With it. At it. One of those Man, this has really razzled you. This is awesome. I feel your pain. Yeah, right. you two are yeah. one in what the, the same. What the hell's wrong with you? How bad was that first time? Ah. Uh, is there still pending lawsuits or maybe? maybe. Man? Yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew the dad jokes would fire up together. Hmm. Right. <laughs> Did you date the girl for a while, or was it? A... Yeah. It's a deposition now. I'm gonna do it as kind. Hey, could you do some yeah, kind? I'm gonna do yeah, it as. Yeah, that'd be better. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Frank and Frank. Frank and Frank and Frank. Who's my boy? Thank you guys. Hey. Stand up live. Gotta go. I gotta pee. Tell me about that time you lost your flower. That was almost Harry Carey. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey! Hey! Frank! Remember that chick you bagged and made the Japanese flag with? <laughs> Frank Caliendo, everyone. He'll be here uh, at Standy Live all weekend long and at the Phoenix Festival of Comics. Fan fusion. Fan fusion. Fusing the fans to the... Likes of Frank Caliendo. I don't know how it works. When are you, you, when you on stage? When, yeah, when can you the people see you? Uh, at the noon, uh, ABC 123 is the uh, <laughs> ABC. ABC. One. an actual room number. That means something? It is an actual room number. Just look for the crowd next to Jeff Goldblum's. Uh, <laughs> look be, for Toledo's head. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be in the Jackson 5 Hall. Yeah, noon ABC Saturday. One, two, three. Noon Saturday, and you're going to be doing a podcast with a bunch of people. Yep, there. Got some great uh, comic create, creators. Cool. Uh, and you're doing who's who you doing a podcast with? Comic Playground guys. The Comic Playground guys. Yeah. You, do you want to say Nobody who they are? No, that, you'll find out. <laughs> All right. That's part of the Ronnie, movie. Bobby, yeah. Ricky, and Mike. I was just going to say I don't know if there's anyone to promote yet. <laughs> All right. Never mind. I threw both of these two morons off with one question about virginity, and they're singing new edition. To you didn't ask other. me about that. I, it made you uncomfortable sitting next to it. I know you. Weirdos. Hi, Frank. Thanks for everything. You were, like, protecting him. I yeah. love I love oh. when you get very protective yeah. of the guest. Yeah. Like, it is really unique. Guy, man. <laughs> yeah. Brady's like Jar Jar Binks with that bubble dome in the water. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it, and I don't want to hear it. Give me the subject. It's filth. <laughs> You just want to talk about filth all the time. 
You're like the mama bird, and he's a little Back baby off, Chachi. Yeah, you both started in with the same jokes. It's like this default mode, like a bad Dell computer. Type in how'd you lose your virginity and watch this thing lose its mind. <laughs> Barbecue tips. What? Frank lost his virginity in college to a young lady. We've all done it. It happened, yeah. Hopefully everybody saw her. We know he's got children, so I know Frank's hosed some Bettys. <laughs> Man in North Dakota that has a mule that plays banjo. <laughs> I think he's worried that uh, Kime's listening. Oh, no. He's, the Kime thing is great. That's different. The Kime thing I understand making him uncomfortable. Kime has no pull on anything Frank does. Kime has very little pull on the NFL. <laughs> I know. He's very not even going to be around the team. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Time's going to be an unemployed guy soon. Yeah. I don't know what he's worried about. Well, there you go. That's your entertainment drill, everybody. It's 98 KUP. Well done. It's an interesting thing. It's a very interesting thing. Frank won't talk about his virginity, and Brady is uh, still a virgin. I'm, I'm still trying to figure this whole thing out. I don't understand what's going on. We'll like, there are I thought after like you it. get married, yeah. you lose it. Yeah, no, that's usually the deal, but you're not technically married by state's law. <laughs> uh, this is a pretty good deal here we got going on today. Uh, calling all Metallica fans. Except for John's got to work, don't you, John? Gordon's got to be here. Uh, we're going to do a thing today. It is the second annual AWMH Day of Service. Uh, That's pretty cool. Uh, Metallica's behind this thing. First 100 volunteers to sign up online. I'll give you the uh, text in a little bit or email. Uh, uh, for each shift, we'll receive a commemorative All Within My Hands t-shirt from Metallica. A DJ's going to be out there playing a bunch of Metallica. Volunteers uh, jump on the mic, sing some Metallica. Dutch Brothers is going to be there. We're going to be raffling off a guitar generously donated by Guitar Center of America. And you're saying, for what, John? For what? United Food Bank is doing a big food drive today out in Mesa. And Metallica is behind this whole thing. It's all within, uh, what's it called? All within my hands t-shirt. It's their foundation that they're doing. And the food drive at United uh, Food Bank in Mesa is at Nina Drive. Uh, you can look that up. 245 South Nina Drive in Mesa today. That's right over there off of... Uh, Basically, it's a, I think it's Mesa Drive. It's past golf. Is it Mesa and the 60? Is it by Broadway? Okay. Somewhere in there. You'll figure it out. 245 South Nina Drive in Mesa. Uh, and you can go on Facebook and check it out and sign up. Give.unitedfoodbank.org. And then uh, you can do the backslash GE backslash Metallica. Giveunitedfoodbank.org. Uh, GE Metallica. That's how that works. And it's today around 4 o'clock, 3.30, 4 o'clock. You can start rolling in there. Uh, you can be part of that. They'll sign you up. You get the shifts and all that stuff. They'll put you to work. And uh, come on down and have some fun doing a nice thing that the gang from Metallica is there. And a lot of us from KUP are going to be down there hanging out, helping, doing what we do. You going to go, Jeremy? Good, good. Free Metallica downloads for everybody? Yeah. There? I mean, it's loaded. Metallica, Metallica, everything. Yeah, everything. Everything Napster. Everything. We're going to give away Napster t-shirts <laughs> and stickers. Metallica yep. songs. Yep. Unreleased songs that I happen to have through a, an illegal recording. I'm going to make tons of copies of those and hand them out. No, it's going to be great. All within my hands, Foundation, and uh, we thank them for being. Jamie Jost is coming out there to help us out. It's pretty sweet. So, uh, and it's a nice thing. United Food Bank behind it. So check it out. It's on our website, 98kpd.com, and also again the website if you want to be part of it today in Mesa. Give UnitedFoodBank.org/ge/Metallica, and you can do nice things and feel good about yourself. The weather's perfect. Let's stand outside and help some other folks. How about that? What do you say? Uh, it's 10.05. That's just about it for us. We will see you guys tomorrow in the Morning Sickness. So long! 40 years. Celebrating 40 years of real rock. This is 98.